Alright, what's up everybody? You are now tuned into the Boxing Bros. I'm Caden and I'm here with my co-host. What's going on everybody? Let me tell you what happened. Uh, I'm sitting here waiting for these gentlemen the whole time. You know what I'm saying? They just had me on standby. Well, I'm just sitting here waiting for these gentlemen. You know what I'm saying? That's what happened. But you know what it is. This is Commissioner Trill Dollar Bill. What's going on everybody? How you feeling? What's good, everyone? This is right. and and I'll just add from my perspective, everyone was on the screen before Trill was. <laughs> so all right, we're moving on. Actually, let's see who's uh in the building. JM, what's oh, good? You forgot about the TBE. Oh, he didn't TBE. What's good, man? What up? Well, it's your boy. My bad, you know. Got a little distracted. Yeah, what are you looking at on your phone, TBE? You looking at Clarissa? Ringside at uh <laughs> on that all white. She had on that all white. Ned was like, "Forget the fight. Put that camera back on, Clarissa." <laughs> My money's worth. That's shoot. I go. I paid money to that fight to see Clarissa. That's it. You see, um, someone said, "Ned, wake up." My man, KTH for life. <laughs> Shout out Ned. to the homie KTH for life. We got Mac of the Man in the building. Mac of the Man's in the building. He said, uh. Ned escape until he's paid back his gambling debts. <laughs> 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 Ned won't let G escape until he's paid. <laughs> Double up. JM's in the building. What up, bro? Little Jacob in the building. What's up, bro? Oh, man, Yo, whoever this person is refuses to change their name, but they're always in the live. So salute to them. Andre Ward's freshly licked lips. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Whoever this person is refuses to change their name. Yo. Oh man, I needed that laugh, man. Yo, my man has Al Heyman at yo G. Can you go to Game Changed? Game Changed. Uh, yeah, he has Al Heyman as his logo. Canelo. Canelo with Eddie Hurd in the background, looking like he's in tears. Remember, the zone said they were going to change the game, but you know, the more things change, I guess the more they stay the same. Oh, JM said they're playing board games and listening to boxing, bros. Hey, salute, respect. All right, let me check something. Man. Oh, you doing chat? Okay, I ain't know that. Yeah. Oh, oh my god, yo, the Andre Ward freshly licked lips just put a <laughs> yo pause to say or same my name that's what oh say my name I think they meant to say <laughs> pause yo I don't know why Andre Ward look at the look at this picture yo like Yo, this is an obsession right here. I don't know. Dog. Like, Yo, you know it's bad, right? I went to go lick my lips and see the picture and stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might be next, man. You might be the next icon. <laughs> and not in a good way. <laughs> You're gonna be the next icon and not in a good way, bro. You don't want you don't want that. Ain't nobody safe. <laughs> champ, the champ checking in from Japan. What up, champ? Oh, my son will be touching down in Japan soon. Oh, you see Japan at? But he's from Korea. One month, uh, Nick can finally have a peek at AJ's back. <laughs> hey, man. 
Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. Big baby. He said he's about to go to sleep soon, man. So we appreciate you coming through. Yeah. Oh, we got Long Beach. Long Beach. Long Beach. Shout out to Long Beach, the LBC. Yeah, hell, hell, yeah. Oh man, little Jacob Cole, man. You're gonna come back. Andre Ward's hairline and Andre himself. Damn, man. It's crazy. <laughs> but yo, man, shout out. It's been a minute since we did live, man. It's been a minute, man. Shout out to everybody, yo. <clears throat> he said he's gonna be here for another hour word. All right. All right, all right. Jared, the big American Hope Mitchell. <laughs> well, I ain't even gonna lie. I was thinking that too. Like, don't tell me. <laughs> don't do this to me. Yo, you know what's what funny was I was telling G that his mans might be self Mitchell too. <laughs> oh, I, think, oh, I think you said that the other day. And I, was I, did. Like, I did. Oh, oh that's why last night I was like, nah, bro. Nah, not to Charles Martin. You know? Yo, yo. Yo, Katie, can you play that clip clip with with him and um uh what is it, Roy Jones? Just play that one for the audience. <laughs> I gotta roast it real quick. I gotta roast it. Yo, man. You know what? I don't I don't have it like queued up like that, but let me see if I could just pull it up real quick. Uh, I gotta roast it, man. It's just oh, like man. yo, it is come on, man. Uh, Let that young man be young, man. I man. Whatever. I walk this earth like a frog. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> he said Charles Ball did he hit Big Baby with the pacifier. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. It's levels to this boxing. Talk, right. Boxing, there's levels to it, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> Hold up. We about to pull this up. You asked for TBE, so here it is, man. TBE wanted y'all to see this so he could give his take on it. All right, let's take a look. All right, let's turn the volume up. The higher power gave you more. When there's more given, more is expected. You understand that? But it's the, it's the pressure, though. I understand the pressure, but God built us different. Did you just tell me that? I'm 23. So sometimes there's a lot put on us, but it's put on us because we're the ones that can take it. Jared may not think he can sometimes. Jared may get messed up sometimes, but Jared can wear these shoes. That's why Jared has it. You understand me? But Jared ain't asked for it. Too bad. Jerry has a destiny that Jerry can't run from. And Jerry ain't no coward. I already know that. Right? So Jerry may well make up his mind and let's go. You got to ride that horse, son. I'm sorry. Pause. Pause, pause, pause. I got Listen, hold on, listen. I'm going to rewind that back. I'm going to rewind that back. That was crazy. Listen, listen. What he said. This is like... All right, yo, even after he says you got to ride that horse, listen to what he says after. Just I'm just saying. He should have just threw a pause in there. I check Jared may well make up his mind, and let's go. 
You gotta ride that horse, son. I'm sorry. You gotta ride that horse. I rode it. You ain't gotta ride it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this, this clip is crazy. Oh, I was like, yo, this is brought to you by Ned. What the heck? Yo, hold on. <laughs> yo, it's just crazy. It was crazy. Hold on. Check it out. You got to ride that horse, son. I'm sorry. You got to ride that horse. I rode it. You ain't got to ride it till the wheels come off, but you got to ride it. You, you, ride it yo, you get where you want to be in life. Hold up. I'm sorry, I gotta break it back. I gotta break it back. You heard what he said. You heard what he said. Oh man, like this is some serious, like real stuff. Like it was real. Like I'm gonna keep it a buck. I it's it was over now. Let's so. go. You gotta ride that horse, son. I'm sorry. You gotta ride that horse. I rode it. You ain't gotta ride it till the wheels come off, but you gotta ride it. You understand me? You gotta ride it till you get where you wanna be in life. Then you can get off of it. You gonna ride that horse. That's just what we gotta do. Ah, my man. Oh, uh, man. I wasn't even Ned's the one who requested that, but. Ooh, I, 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 I forgot. <laughs> that was even what I wanted to point out there. That was funny. Yo, but yo, I never, yo, why were they playing that sad music in the background and stuff like a Tyler Perry movie or something? Because <laughs> you heard what he was saying. That's what we're talking about riding horses. That's comedy right there. Road Jones. Man, this is crazy. Yeah. Uh, y'all just seen the clip. That's all. I'm gonna save it for our first topic, y'all. I don't even want to get into it. Right now. <laughs> I got, I got, I got no smoke for Jared, Big Baby Anderson, but I got some things to say to him, man. Like, I don't know. I don't want to question where his mind's at right now because Big <laughs> Man is far hard. That's all. That's what we dealing with here, man. <laughs> hey, I want to get into that first topic. Let's go. Oh. Give me a second. Uh, JM said that was cheesy. <laughs> He's thinking just like me. Yup, I like to see him with Hunter. You know, that's definitely a fact. That should be the next one. Oh, what, Michael Hunter. Yeah, yeah Michael Hunter. Yeah, boy. Yeah, FA, bro. You know what I'm saying? I, mean, I think FA would probably rock him too. Yo, yo, <laughs> what's my go to? Uh, Yo, you don't you don't remember? Wasn't Fa like his sparring partner, and he was like Fa was like, "Yo, singing Big Baby's praises." Right. Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, but he was saying that they they, they got they, um they had like good work. They did good work together. You know what I'm saying? So it was all love. They weren't like hating. Mm-hmm. No, nah, I'm not saying they were hating. I'm just saying it, to me, the vibes you kind of got was he was giving Fa that work, man. Like, you know, it happens. You know, it is what it is. You know, so. Oh, man. Go get him, child. Let's do it. Yo, man. And so, the, the current state of boxing, it looks like some FA's hot garbage. Yo. Facts. We already know what F.A. is. He's a jollof rice cake. I done already <laughs> told y'all. Respectfully. <laughs> yeah, respectfully. What about that <laughs> Neanderthal caveman on the yeah, Yo, hold on. That Canadian-Russian dude with the with the mega neck? 
Bro, that dude had brute force, bro. I, I don't know how to you say talking it. about the one who fought before. Uh, Nigga Dog. Yeah, the one that violated that dude from Nigeria, bro. Nigga like, Dog. Packed him up. Packed <laughs> him. <laughs> he packed him up and got him up out of there. Yo. Packed him up. One foot out the door. That's my man, Mackamock, dude. First of all. Yeah, Trill said it right. McCall him off or something like that. Mack him off, Duff. Yeah, yo, that dude. Yo, bro, that dude he fought, that dude wasn't, wasn't, yo, he had a, a puffed up record. That's a fact. Yo, you could tell, like, once the fight started, he was off balance, like, bad. Oh, once he got hit, it was a wrap. You know, he, yeah. Yeah, boy, yeah, he didn't want to be there, I was like, yo, that's crazy, son. Like, he, he got like, hit. Uh, and, he got hit and we started playing another sport. You know what I'm saying? make bush me out of fa yo y'all are crazy man y'all are crazy oh this is this is crazy Mahmoudov Mahmoudov is that what am I saying it right Mahmoudov we know for messing up the names man we don't do it intentionally but it's all a love at least we're trying yeah, facts. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I think, like, honestly, you have to understand, when you're in America, you, you're used to seeing certain types of last names. Just like in Europe, you're probably used to seeing certain type of last names. And so we're not always familiar. Like, I remember uh, Dirk Nowinski, but, it, like, it took a while to learn how to pronounce his name because the way it was spelled. Like, so um, it is what it is. You know, we, we attempt to do it. We don't mean no disrespect, man. They know what it is. Yeah, yeah. Dirk, yeah. Dirk's a former basketball player, man. Hall of Fame, a legend. Yeah, that dude's real physical in that ring, man. That's I don't know. No, he's a good prospect. He's yeah. he's definitely a good prospect. That's a fact. Well, I would like to see him in there with someone who, who can hit him back, though. Because the other dude, you know, he was just like, dude, although the other dude got yeah. shipped in to get shipped out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's bad, man. That's right, JM. If we make the name of that famous cousin. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You know, so that's what it is. <clears throat> All right, so that's how we pronounce it word. All right. Mac it was nailed. Yeah, man. All right, man. So I guess we can just dive into um first topic. First topic. I, mean, I don't know. Um, yeah. Is Big Baby ready for a title shot after his victory over Charles Martin? So you see it, man. We saw the fight. We saw Big Baby. We saw his performance. So now what we're asking is, do you think he's ready for a title shot? All right. I'm going to turn it over to you, G, man. What do you think? Uh, Hell no. Um. And the reason why, to be honest with you, I, I'm going to say this. I know I come off as a hater at times. <laughs> and, and, and sometimes I'm quick to, to to stamp a U.S. champ. So I like to apologize to, to my co-hosts here and their, their, their dedication to my man, Anthony Joshua. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I had a look at it last night like either... Charles Martin is actually better than I, I expected or Big Baby is just not ready yet for, for, for the big boys. 
And I had to come to the conclusion that, you know, he's just not ready. But that doesn't take away from Charles Martin. However, it's just like AJ knocked this dude out so fast. But my man Big Baby was struggling with Charles Martin. So I was like, yo, man, maybe I I co-signed this kid too early. So I'm just like, he got a lot of things to work on. Number one thing is his defense. Like, when Andre Ward talked about it after the fight, I was like, is Andre Ward reading my mind? Because I feel like with Big Baby, he his defense, I think this is what I honestly think. He picked up bad habits from Tyson Fury. <laughs> it's similar to Tyson Fury. However, Tyson Fury is like, what, six, what, what like, six, eight or something, six, nine, 6'10", whatever. The dude's a giant. So Tyson Fury could just lean back and it's fine because he's so hard to hit. But Big Baby's like 6'4". In the heavyweight division, Big Baby, yeah, a smaller guy. That leaning back doesn't work for guys with longer reach. So when a guy hits you with a 1-2 like Charles Martin did, you're going to get clipped. What he did show, though, is that he has a sturdy chin, you know. But, again, it's not like Charles Martin is the hardest puncher in the heavyweight division. So it makes me nervous. Like, what would happen if AJ punched you? It wild to punch you. You know what I'm saying? What happens if you're fighting a more elusive, more uh, a faster guy like uh, Usyk? You know, like how would he respond to that? So to me, he has a lot to work on. It's not like he did a bad performance. It wasn't like he was horrible. It's just I thought he was gonna I thought he was gonna run through Charles Martin. So I just like to show some respect to Charles Martin, and I like to give kudos to AJ because. You know, <clears throat> seeing that performance made me go like, "Ah, oh, damn, man! I've been I've been hating on AJ a little too hard, so I gotta kind of calm it down." So, you know, G could be wrong at times, man. That doesn't that doesn't mean it's gonna take away from my my G twenty three pick. Wilder's still gonna violate AJ, but <laughs> I'm gonna give AJ that respect. But Big Baby, he has a lot to learn. I think, you know, he just has to. They they're moving him in the right direction. Charles Martin was a great test. He, he overcame that hurdle. You know, I think next up should be, like, Michael Hunter at FA Jopper level. If he could get through those dudes, then maybe the end of the top ten, the, the, the bottom piece. But uh, Frank Sanchez, he don't deserve a shot? I think Frank Sanchez will beat him right now. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, like, he has to work his way up. I think after he gets through these guys, because he needs to see different looks. And then I think he'll be ready for the likes of a, a Usyk and or I don't I don't even I can't even see him beating uh, Tyson Fury right now, you know what I'm saying? But he'll get there. It's just he has to just work on his defense. It really his defense is the problem. I like that he's aggressive. I like how he attacks. He has great combinations. You know what I mean? And it's just he just doesn't keep his hands up at all. He gets hit. Because he's too aggressive at times. He's too reckless. I don't know. He just got a lot of things that he just needs to polish. But he he's all right, man. He's on his way. He's on his way. I don't want to hate on the young man. He did good. It's just I expected more. All right. I want to send a shout out to Irish Boxing Bro in the building. Salute to Irish Boxing Bro. My man, Naeem, from Bangladesh in the building. Salute to you, Robert Bailey, a regular. Salute to you as well. I. My main man, Trill Dollar Bill. Do you think Big Baby Anderson is ready for a title shot? 
He's just a baby. <laughs> He's just a baby. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, I mean, not, not for real. Um, and he only got 14 joints. What was that, 15 joints? I think he got 16 fights now. 16 now? You know yes, what I'm saying? I, so, yeah. I mean, everybody ain't like, you know how like some guys can move fast, right? You know what I'm saying? The Lomachenko's and the stuff like that. You know, everybody's not doing what AJ was doing, becoming champion with 17 fights and all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Some people take the wilder route. You know what I'm saying? And what's wrong with that? You know what I'm saying? I don't see nothing wrong with that. We rushing this kid for nothing. You know what I'm saying? He got still got things to learn. And shout out to Charles Martin. He said this is the first time he had a real training camp, really, you know what I'm saying, put his self out there to really try to win a fight. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that could be a little bit of it. And everybody's different. Everybody fights everybody differently. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, just because, you know, AJ sparked him out, maybe that wasn't the Charles Martin that was really focused. You know what I'm saying? This was a Charles Martin that he was really focused. He was in it for a long time for this fight. Um Long than he had fighting other guys, so I don't know, man. I mean, it's not time. Um, and I mean, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm not. He got some time. He got some time. I'm not rushing. All right, all right, TV. Man, Big Baby ain't ready for nothing, man. He needs <laughs> more sparring. He needs, he needs, he needs to be around talent. I don't know where you going from Tyson Fury, but that's not it. That's not how you box in the heavyweight division. And you won't last long in the heavyweight division. And the reason why I told Katie, Katie, can you play that video one more time for us? Nah, bro. Nah, bro. All right. Jerry, you got to drop the big baby because the big baby shows like it's not a good nickname. Like when you look at <laughs> big baby Huey. You got Big Baby um Glenn Glenn Big Baby Davis. You got Gerald Big Baby Miller, and then now you got Jared Big Baby Anderson. Big Baby Big Baby ain't a good nickname to carry around. You should be called. You should take change Big Baby to Jared the Monster Anderson. And the reason why I say the Monster because if you watch that video we played earlier, you see he'll be speaking in third person. I call him the Monster because only person who refers to himself as the uh, uh in third person is uh. The monster from Frankenstein. And he's like, Jared don't want to fight no more. Jared hungry. Jared tired. Jared wants sleep. <laughs> oh, Jared, you can turn yourself into the monster. And Jared the monster innocent. And then <laughs> can that monster energy to fight and be a better guy. <laughs> yo, yo, that's bad disrespectful. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> Yo, I used to stop mad when he would do this, but then I see what they do on other YouTube channels, and they're even more disrespectful than that. That and is the true. still go interview with him, so hey, do you, man? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? That's all, yo. Jerry, much <laughs> Hold on, hold on. Yo, Mark, pause yourself. He said, why not call him Big Daddy? Whoa. <laughs> First of all, that, that was Riddick Bowe's name. You know what I mean? And looking back, that was some serious... No, <laughs> seriously, suspect. <laughs> I'm not about to call him. You know what I mean? You know, saying that, you know what I mean? Uh, but um, all right. So let's get to it. I think Trill made a great point, which is people mature 
even reach their peak at different times. It's all about a fighter. Take Mike Tyson, for example. Mike Tyson was heavyweight champion of the world at the age of 20. Right? So that's three years younger than, than Jared Anderson is now. But it took Lennox Lewis a lot longer to develop than it took Mike Tyson. But Lennox Lewis under Manuel Stewart ended up developing to one of the greatest fighters of all time. And if you ask a lot of people, they'll put Lennox Lewis over Mike Tyson on the list of all-time greats, right? Lennox Lewis has some great victories under his belt. So does I am Mike Tyson. But remember, I am Mike Tyson's biggest wins come when he was younger because he was ready then. He was ready to go out there when he was younger and take on those fighters. Whereas you have a Lennox Lewis, like I said, who needed time to develop. You look at Anthony Joshua. Anthony Joshua was ready to take on these challenges in his 14th, 15th, 16th fight. Whereas Deontay Wilder needed more time. But you got to look at Deontay Wilder's path to the professionals and look at Anthony Joshua's path to the professionals. Look at what AJ did in the amateurs. Look at what Deontay Wilder did in the amateurs. Deontay Wilder needed to learn on the job more than Anthony Joshua. Anthony Joshua was an Olympic gold medalist. Deontay Wilder was the bronze medalist. Anthony Joshua was more polished technically. Deontay Wilder was still a little rough around the edges, but he had power. Everybody knew he had the power. But look at how much Wilder improved once his technique got better in terms of knocking people out with, with his right hand. It took a while. He used to windmill the right hand, right? Remember, Wilder used to windmill and still knock people out because he had, he had power. But once he straightened it up, he really started getting the highlight reel knockouts. It took him a while to do that. But once he did it, he was ready for better opponents. Brought up Vasily Lomachenko. Vasily Lomachenko had over 300 amateur fights. Gold medalist. Vasily Lomachenko came into the pro ranks ready to take on the top level competition. Whereas you have other fighters like a Keyshawn Davis, who's talented, but he's not ready to do what Vasily Lomachenko did coming in. You got to give him time to develop. Doesn't mean that Keyshawn Davis won't one day be at the top. No, that's not what it means. But everyone matures differently. So I saw a lot of good from uh, Jared Big Baby Anderson, but I saw a lot of things he needs to work on. The good is his offensive attack is there. He has a great offensive arsenal. He has good timing. He has a good jab. He can throw a variety of punches. And as a heavyweight, he can throw good combinations. And you like that. He goes to the body. You like to see that from the young heavyweight. My first critique of Jared Big Baby Anderson that I feel he needs to work on is he keeps his chin too high. I was watching it like, bro, chin up high. What's it? How does that happen? That's Jared Big Baby Anderson should have came out to that instead of the drum line because his chin's all up in the air. You got to tuck that chin, brother. So that's one. Two, you can't keep pulling back, right? You pull back when it's instinctive every once in a while to avoid one coming like, whoo, I got to get out the way of that. But you got to get used to keeping your head on a swivel. You got to get used to siding it. So, like, when you pull, and even if you practice the pull, 
right? Who's six seven? Nah, nah. He thinks he's six seven. And oh, I'm about to say, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You can't, you can't do. Yeah, he thinks he thinks like, oh, it's gonna come up short. Like, nah, bro, it, it ain't gonna come up short. You gotta get your head off that line. You know what I mean? And so, like, when it's coming, instead of doing like this, just do like this. It's not that difficult. Because when you get your head off the line, it's going to go by you. But if you pull straight back and someone's arms are long enough, it's going to clip you. And that's how he got clipped. So he needs to work on switching how he avoids some of those straight punches that are coming directly at him. And especially if you're in the ring with someone taller, you shouldn't be trying to pull back. Now, if you're going to if you're going to pull counter, got to be someone shorter than you. And I know a lot of people seen Floyd do the pull counter. But here's one thing about Floyd you got to remember. He had ridiculously long arms for his division mm-hmm. like his arms and like the distance he could keep and pull and, and hit you back was was ridiculous when you look at how long Floyd's arms were for his division so that's an, that's one thing but he showed a good chin he showed he had heart uh another thing we pointed out was when fights are in your backyard it can take a toll on you it looked like it was taking a toll on him when uh he spoke with Roy Jones, the expectations. So that could play a role in his performance. Maybe he was pressing too hard to try to get the knockout, keep his knockout streak going. That's another thing. But moving forward, I think he does have potential. Is he ready for the champions right now? No. Is he ready to live up to the next great American heavyweight billing that they're giving him? Not at this moment. But uh, when it's all said and done, he may still become a really great champion. So let's give him time. So I, I, I'm, I'm with Trill. But again, I'm not saying that because he's 23, he's a baby. Because there were guys who who done it, who did it faster. But but that doesn't mean everyone does it that fast. You can't get spoiled by that, and so you got to let things develop. All right, we can move on. The French Charles Cruz discern underestimates Savannah Marshall. All right, so if you saw in the buildup. Uh, Franchon Cruz Desern had a lot to say about Savannah Marshall's skill set, her ability. Um, but to me, the most ultimate sign of disrespect came before the fight. I'm not talking about the weigh in, I'm not talking about like the interview that they give yeah, before they go exactly. in a fight. I'm talking about immediately before the fight, mm-hmm. Franchon yeah. Cruz sang, Desern sings the national oh. anthem. So let's just take a quick look at this and listen. Y'all seen what I said in the in the in the in the text? See Alright, so just to avoid copyright issues, we're not gonna show more of it, but you get the gist of it. Franchon mm-hmm. Cruz discerned sung the national anthem minutes before she was about to fight. Mm-hmm. In England, in a in front of a hostile crowd, and I also want to say this: Yo, UK, what's good with booing the American national anthem? That was crazy. Again, y'all do this. This is like the second time I've seen y'all do this. The first time I saw it was uh, Floyd Mayweather, Ricky Hatton, and now I see, I see. <laughs> Yo, watch your mouth, little Jacob, man. I can't <laughs> but anyways, I'm gonna turn this over to you, Trill Dollar Bill. Um. Do you feel like uh Franchon Cruz deserved underestimated Savannah Marshall? Yes, I, I, I truly believe that. I thought that from from the outset and the fact that she went in there and did the national anthem, I, I texted the group right when she did it. I said that this is I don't agree with it. 
You know what I'm saying? I don't agree with it at all. You know, um, this that to me that was disrespect because it take that is it's like you was looking at it like this is gonna be an easy walk. You know what I'm saying? She she started thinking that she was Clarissa. You know what I'm saying? That's what it was. You know what I'm saying? You ain't Clarissa. You ain't did what Clarissa has done. Even the young lady Marshall tried to tell you. She tried to tell her at the press, stop bringing up Carissa. You're not Carissa. <laughs> like you keep bringing up Carissa. You're not Carissa. You know what I'm saying? It kind or of Jamal, me, but we'll get into that a little later. Yeah, it kind of reminded <laughs> yeah, remind me of a situation. I hate to bring it up, man, but shout out to my man, A.B. It kind of reminded me with the A.B. situation. Like, you ain't Floyd. <laughs> you ain't Floyd. You know what I'm saying? You don't fight like Floyd. You know what I'm saying? You go out there trying to fight like Floyd, you're gonna skip what happened to you. You know what I'm saying? Um look, I didn't I, I knew it was a rap soon as I said, I said, where's Barry at? I ain't seen Barry. <laughs> Fact. I was like, man, listen, I knew it was a rap. You Who's know what I mean? Hill Stewart? Yeah. Yeah, she had Sugar Hill Stewart. And then I seen her doing the um the 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 national and Barry went in a, he wouldn't allow that. You're like, cut that mic off. <laughs> you want the mic or the fight? <laughs> you want the mic or the fight? Exactly. You know Barry don't play that. And that just showed me that that was, yeah, she really didn't. Um, somebody told her wrong. Somebody told her wrong. And uh, Marshall, you know, made it right with those right hands. Those are some solid, hard right hands. You know what I'm saying? Like, you want to play a game? You was talking about getting dog walked. It started to look like you was getting a little bit dog walked. Now you was getting falling all over because you was getting tied and all this other stuff. But man, listen, shout out to Savannah Marshall. Um, look, this is what happens when you. I think when you underestimate somebody and you go in there thinking that they're a joke. You know, I don't think that that was right at all. I think she went in there. Doing the, the, I just, I, as soon as I seen it, I was against it. You know what I mean? Gee, all right, dude. <laughs> you know, the chat's so ignorant. Yo. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, yeah, I ain't gonna lie, man. Yo, listen. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Under, did she underestimate? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say she did, man. You know what? It started off. Forget yo, yo, G, hold on, hold on. Before you start, G, before I'm sorry to cut you off, you know how I know she underestimated? She did uh, Apollo Creed. You know, <laughs> she came out like Apollo Creed and living to a living in America. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she looked she like totally underestimated her. Her outfit looked so crazy. It looked like she was going to like a Star Wars convention or something. You know what I mean? I was like, what the hell is she wearing? Like that, she looked crazy, bro. Like she, I don't know, man. This this girl, man, she she thinking she Beyonce. She forgot she's an actual fighter. You know, like. I see her getting mocked, bro. Like, I'm telling you, I gave her round one. I gave her round 10. And for round seven, I gave it a 10-10 round because I was like, it was real even. But outside of that, she got spanked. The girl got destroyed. You know what I mean? And I'm looking at her face. Yo, it, it, she just looked like a whole different person, bro. I was like, yo, from Savannah Marshall, bro? Like, you know, Savannah Marshall's good, but she made Savannah look great. That's the problem. I was like, yo, Cruz, I don't know what happened to you, bro. You know what I mean? Like, sis got violated. She should be ashamed of herself. And I'm going to be honest. Yo, you know me, man. 
Like these guys have been to, to, to fights with me. I don't even rise for no national anthems for nothing. But when they saw the bull in the US uh national anthem, yo, I felt the way. I was like, these mother, I was like, yo, destroy these red coats. I was talking reckless. <laughs> reckless. And she got beat up like that. I said, Oh, hell no. I was like, Clarissa, go get your girl. We gotta, yo, Clarissa. Represent, you know what I'm saying? It was that bad, son. So I'm like, man, Franchon should be ashamed of herself. I don't know why, she, yo, Sugar Hill. I'm gonna be honest, man. I don't see what people see in Sugar Hill. I think he's been shining off of the victory with Tyson Fury because everywhere else it seems like he's not really guiding these fighters like the the way he should, you know. And Franchon, shame on her. She had a good thing with her trainer, and she gonna leave him for this performance. I don't know, man, and I I don't know why she would she would think it's smart to for her to do the national anthem herself. That's how you know she probably thought this is easy money. Yo, bro, I gotta jump in real quick for a second. Yo, and yo, she was getting out of breath singing the national anthem, son. <laughs> yo, it was reminding me of Burmese Devern for the second fight oh, in yeah, the press exactly. conference with Wilder, where he had to stop and take yo. breaths in the middle of his rant, like. <laughs> I would kill you. <laughs> like, I would kill you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I'm like, yo, Franchon, man. Just, I don't know, man. Listen, she, man. She could come back. She could bounce back, though. She could, but I think she need to humble herself and go back to her trainer because I feel like she needs that tough love that her trainer did provide. I know she probably was taking like, yo, that I like. I remember when he was talking about her, her, her head, dude. Like, you know what I mean? Like. You want you want to worry about your head, or you want to be a champion or something? And I know that could have been embarrassing for her, you know. And then the way he be talking is mad aggressive, you know what I mean? But she needs that man because that performance was trash. I done not heard Clarissa more than I heard Sugar throughout that fight, and I'm like, damn, yo, who's your trainer? Is Clarissa or, or Sugar? You know what I'm saying? So it was just despicable, man. <laughs> like I don't know, it was a poor performance from uh, Franchon. I just hope that sister figures it out because she's looking like she ain't got much any a few like her career looks small, bro. Like she looks older. I don't know what age she is, but somebody says she looked like she forty something in the chat, bro. She looking like it, bro. Like you know what I mean? She she does kind. Of, I'm not saying she's like Medea now, but you know what I'm saying? Big mama, that yeah, big mama. You know what I'm saying? Big like, mama. I'm, you know, we just we just Boy, saying how <laughs> We just saying what people are thinking, you know what I mean? So, sis, get it together. Hey, Big Mama had big, the hands though. Big Mama. <laughs> now nah, the problem is though, I, I and I think, and you know what, G, you you touched on something too. Your biggest payday. You know what I'm saying? Your biggest payday, and you don't have the guy that got you there. You don't got the guy that got you those belts there, so he can get a little bit of that. Man, I don't know, man. Now it reminds me of uh, that Drake line when he was like, "How you would a manager you?" How, he said, "How you would a manager you got after you got the win?" Like, you know what I'm all right. <laughs> so you won, and then you got a new manager. Like, all right, dog. Like, <laughs> that made no sense, man. Oh, thirty six? Is she really thirty six? I mean, according to Game Change, I didn't you know, know people. You know, people be lying. I don't know. I'm hey, twenty four. 
<laughs> she she got her birth certificate I'm from 24. the same place as Louise Ortiz, yo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Louise Ortiz and my man Barboso. <laughs> Barroso, whatever his name was, because <laughs> that was crazy, man. Ah, Nigga she was in the rocket. Blowing. Yo, I'm like, yo, no sound check, no nothing, bro. I was like, yo, it sounded horrible, son. I was like, just, yo, I just, yo, I right, go yeah. let TBE get in there, man. I'm gonna just be real with y'all. Franchise ain't been the same since uh, Jimenez split away. Cause you see her headline when she's <laughs> like, like, you know, it's crazy. So she's old, she's slow. I don't know, G. You talking about she could bounce back? I don't think she could bounce back from any of this. It's just, it's this, it's the, it's, it's, it's mother time catching up with her, and she <laughs> got to learn when to, it's time to hang up her gloves. I don't see her. Getting any shine or any like, like the, her next fight is gonna be probably worse than this because she's slowing down. She's old. She's looking bad. She's looking big and slow. Like she didn't even she didn't even look in shape for this fight. I'm gonna be honest with you. So I feel, French, it's time you it's time to walk away. You got no one to fold them. You got no one to hold them. You got no one to walk away. But. <laughs> Who's that, my man Kenny Rogers over here? <laughs> yeah, you know me. Yeah, I know when you're funny. When you sit in that table, I did a shoot <laughs> But now, nah, Franchon, yo, you tried. I, I underestimated is crazy. Like, yeah, yeah, she came in there singing the anthem. And like, that taxes, like, you know, that taxes on the fight. Like, you sing a whole song. Before you fight, you gotta really think the person in front of you is food. And she really, she did overestimate um Savannah Marshall, but that was that's on Franchon. But Franchon, I don't see you bouncing back after this fight. Like I don't know if you can handle any of the younger fighters coming up in this game. And it's just time to walk away from it. You know, you gotta put your you put your in your hat, put your gloves up, your wig up, and just keep it moving. Yo, I'm gonna be honest. Sometimes I don't think people evaluate the risk versus reward. Like, what was the reward gonna be for her singing the national anthem and still winning the fight? Like, was it gonna be like, oh, and she sung the national anthem and she did this? Like, Pretty it was much. almost like, do it like Tyson Fury does it. Tyson Fury don't sing till after he after. wins the fight. After. After. Then he grabs exactly. the mic and then he sings. He doesn't exactly. sing before the yeah, fight. He's struggling. He's struggling. Tyson Perry be struggling when he sing after. No, it don't matter. He already won though. At yeah, least he already won when he grabs the mic and he be singing. Yo, yeah. here's the other thing. Like you can say Clarissa kind of showboats before the fight, but she does things that'll get her loose. She dances. Dances. Boxing is just you know that's helping her get loose. It's helping her stay warm. Yeah. yeah, she ain't singing. Yeah, not singing. Tyson Fury, when he saw Dillian, the closer he got to Dillian, the more he smelt that brown stewed chicken, that oxtail. The more he smelt that curry goat. You know what I'm saying? That's that's when that's when he started running to the ring because he was like, "Yo, there's a buffet in there." You know what I'm saying? Go ahead. Even the great Roy Jones 
only did his inlines when he came out to his song with the microphone. To, <laughs> That's the only thing you heard him say was, you must have forgot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yo, and, and, and to be honest, Roy back then, though, Roy was on another planet, yo. Like, we'll talk about Roy, yo. Like, I, I'm going to tell you, like, I have categories because I, I don't do this arguing that people do. To me, Floyd Mayweather is the best box I've ever seen. Like, the amount of champions per fight, mm -hmm. skill, ability, like, punch that, everything. Floyd Mayweather is the best fighter I've ever seen, hands down. <laughs> The most iconic fighter I ever seen is Muhammad Ali, right? He's the most iconic fighter I ever seen. The most physically gifted fighter I ever seen in his prime was Roy Jones. Hands down, Roy Jones. That's what we're talking about. So Roy played basketball before fights. <laughs> like they really, I, I remember uh, it was one fight. I can't remember the fight, but you can look this up. They showed it. They were like. We caught Roy earlier today, and he was playing basketball in a tournament or whatever, and yeah. that's before this fight. Do you think Roy's underestimating his opponent? Well, Jim, in 1926, there was a fight. <laughs> My man Merchant, what he used to get on there? Oh, but, shout, out to, uh, shout out to Merchant, man. <laughs> <laughs> that I feel like Merchant used to take a shot right before they went to him. I listen, Jim, in 1331. Nah, but for real, get back to French, huh? It's almost like you're not Roy. You're not these people. What made what made you think you could sing the national anthem and still go out there and, and beat Savannah Marshall? Like, you really thought Savannah was a bum? And this is why I don't understand, because Savannah Marshall is to me. I mean, you got Katie Taylor, you got Clarissa Shields, you have um, uh, Alicia Bumgarner, you have Michaela Mayer. Like, Savannah Marshall's up there with all of them. She's up there with all of them. Like, Clarissa Shields is on a different level, whether people want to admit it or not. You know, and, and Clarissa's, she's not, she'll, she'll force you to admit it. But like losing, she she's making fun of Savannah Marshall for losing to Clarissa Shields when she lost to Clarissa Shields. But her excuse was, "Oh, it was my first fight and I had a short camp." You could have two training camps, and you still wouldn't beat Clarissa Franchon. So, anyways, I do think she uh, underestimated Savannah Marshall, and for me. I thought Savannah Marshall won the fight decisively. I didn't think it was a, a majority decision. So she can't say that the judges weren't fair to her in England, Franchon, because they were definitely fair with that majority decision. Yeah, hold on. Big Poor Barry. Poor Barry. Yeah. All right. Next up, we got Marshall refuses to fight Shields in the U.S. Is it a duck? All right, yeah, so we're about to take a look at some interviews where Clarissa Shields and Savannah Marshall have been having uh, back and forth, but Savannah Marshall has been stating, oh, I don't think Clarissa will give me a rematch, and the record shows that that's not true. Clarissa Shields will give her a rematch, but Clarissa Shields is saying, you need to fight me in the USA, and you'll see the narrative is, oh, who's going to come to the fights or blah, 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 and this and that. 
And so we're going to take a look at these interviews and then we're going to discuss whether or not it's a duck if Savannah Marshall doesn't fight Clarissa Shields in a rematch in the United States of America. So uh, we're letting it queue up real quick and then we're going to show uh, the videos. All right. So let's take a look at the first video. My man said Shields needs to be realistic. Very interesting. While we take a look at these videos, why don't you elaborate on that? <laughs> All right, so let's take a, a look at this. You know what's up? I'm going to let you have your moment, though, but you know what's up with me. That's why I'm here. So come on to the, to the USA and you can get smoked again. That's the last yeah, we bring you the money. Bring you the and bring you the ass whoopers. Yes, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Can, can I just be a ring card girl? This time I took you know, the shot. You know, I took the You know, I took the shot. You know, I took the shot. You know, I took the You know, I took the shot. You know, I took the You know, you want me to be more hydrated and be stronger at 168? Let's go. I beat you. I beat you again. Well, the last time this two stepped in the ring. I beat you again. You talking about the amateurs? Oh, my God. Stop it. It's an amateur win. Psycho. Delusional. That's why you lost in the pros. Eight rounds. Eight rounds to two. You said what? Where we That's one thing. Here's an interview that uh, Clarissa Shields gave where she flat out laid it down and, and stated her demands for a rematch uh, with Savannah Marshall. Um, and here they are. Her defeat to me definitely shook her up. You know, she went hiding in the cave for a few months and then she finally came back out with all this entitlement. Oh, I'm I'm activating the rematch clause and all this bullshit when you can go find interviews where she said there isn't a rematch clause. I don't know what Clarissa is talking about, but now all of a sudden she, I don't know, had an epiphany or something and woke up and decided that now she wants to. Kenny, can you pause the video? Talking about the rematch. God, this guy. Can we take a moment in my beauty? Yo, man, shut up. Man. Take a moment. You really, you really made me pause the video for that. Yes, just look at her. She's gorgeous. And you did it. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm hey, hey, better her than AJ, right? <laughs> I'm pressing play again. Okay, let's go. She thinks that she deserves a fight here in the UK again. Like, just the entitlement is beyond me. If you want to fight me again for my undisputed championship, you come where I tell you to go. And I said, come to Detroit. Mm. I came to London, come to Detroit at the Little Caesars Arena that holds 15,000 people. Because I don't sell tickets, but I just sold 12,000 tickets there. 
against an opponent, last minute replacement. So it's just like Savannah just do all this talking and I don't know what's wrong with her. Something. To answer B's question, yes, Ned still has an obsession. All right. Um, so now, Ned, since this is your your level of expertise, this is your area of expertise. <laughs> I'm going to uh, turn it over to you. If Marshall refuses to fight Shields in the USA, is it a duck? First up, love is not an obsession. Love is love. Whoa. Yo, put B's comment up real quick, G. Please, put B's comment up. Do Ned still have that obsession with AJ back muscles? And you yeah. said it's not an obsession. Love is love. Wow. If you critique somebody's physicality, does it make mean you have an obsession? You guys just took it and ran with it. That's why you can't trust the media. You can't trust the fans. <laughs> this is I your platform. What are you talking about? <laughs> Yo, watch out. Yo, Mark, watch your mouth. Jeez, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> I didn't say anything. I can't click on the comment and post it on the show. What you talking about? What you talking about? Hey, Ned. Cut it out. Ned, love is love, brother. Love is love, brother. Amen. Love is Amen. love. Just because I got, uh, you know, I love Clarissa Shell. She's a super, she's an amazing fight. <laughs> y'all are just doing this. Y'all just doing this to me right now. It's crazy. Oh. You're wild. All right, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Let me get in control of the. I'm gonna be with you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Apologies. Apologies. <laughs> but nah, if Clarissa, uh, Clarissa's right, she did. She fought Savannah. Uh, she fought Savannah in the UK. And if you don't want to come to the States to fight her, and you're making all these excuses, you're ducking her. And you already, we already saw the first fight. You was talking this trash, and you're living off of this amateur. I beat her in the amateurs, but she whipped you out in, in the pros, and you don't want to come to the states to fight her to like redeem yourself. It's clearly a duck to me. And yo, little Jacob, y'all, I will not see you. It's we, it's one on one. I swear, don't bring. <laughs> oh, what kind of way, man? In what kind oh, of way? You gotta hey, hey, yo, everybody who's talking crazy in the comment section is one on one, y'all. I swear, I want my fair ones with everyone. Y'all, 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 y'all promote. I swear, they're promoting this the one. ones. What kind of ones are you talking about? <laughs> yo, you see, G, one, yo, G, run me my throat, uh, G. That's all I'm saying. Oh man, man. everybody's. Talking crazy out here. Yo, one foot out the door is coming up. Uh, a G, one foot out the door. <laughs> it is crazy. Oh my goodness, yo, yo. It be your own, man. It be your own. Do you uh, like you? And I got no control. My hands is up. And I, you see, I, I can't control what goes on the screen. G do. G dude, G stop it. What? <laughs> hey, man, all I know is hey, Nay, you started it, man. <laughs> I ain't do anything. 
said one thing, y'all turn into this whole. Oh yeah, it's all love. They said they accept you, bro. Hey, bro, y'all turn into a whole fiasco. It's crazy, man. <laughs> you know it is what it is. Yo, I'm gonna be real, Ned. It's it not is. us. You keep digging the hole. Just let it go and move on. Yo, come on. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's what I was saying. Clarissa, you still look amazing at that fight. I ain't gonna lie, man. If you ever, if you, I know you married, but if you ever divorce, I'm on course. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh. Oh, right. Here's what it is. Oh wait, we should we started with Ned, so we gotta mm. go to G. What's your what's your reaction? Is it a duck if Savannah Marshall doesn't fight Shields in the U.S.? Uh, yeah, of course it's a duck, man, because she already fought you. So it's like, yo, why not run it back? And now this time her backyard, you know? So I feel like, you know, make it fair, man. You know what I mean? If she already went to your hood, violated you over there. Now, yeah. if you really claim to be the best, you know, you're undisputed, she's undisputed, do run it back. Now let's go to Detroit, you know what I'm saying? So it's like... And you can't say people ain't gonna show up when when Carissa has built a, a, a pretty much a good. What's going on here? Is that you, Trill? Yeah, Trill, I think your music's playing. Uh, but anyway, so if uh, what you gonna call it? Um, damn man, that stripper music got me all messed up. You know what I'm saying? Like, but like, yeah, like you know. When she lead, when she heads a card, like the the arena's packed out, so it's not like people aren't going to show up. Now, if she's saying, you know, the UK audience may not go all the way, uh, you know, over there to Michigan, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But however, she has an audience, so there's a there's a base that's willing to see that fight, and clearly, you know, you know it's going to be on ESPN or whatever, so. It's gonna be shown on cable television, so there's really no excuse. The only excuse is Savannah Marshall's afraid that either um, there's not gonna be the judges in her favor, or you know she she's not comfortable in enemy territory. So it's like she's just coming up with like excuses for no reason. It's like, man, give that girl that opportunity because she gave you an opportunity and she went to your backyard to take your belt. So you should be allowed, you you should allow her that opportunity, you know, in her backyard as well. So Trill's not on the screen, so I'll just go until he comes back. Yo, it's moments like this that expose the hypocrisy in certain people. So if we were talking about Canelo demanding more money, if we were talking about Earl Spence or TC demanding more money, people would be saying, forget the money. It's about the fight. We're fans. We don't care about the money. Make the fight. When Tyson Fury demands more money, we want to see the fight. We call Tyson Fury out. But people all of a sudden care about money? When Savannah Marshall's talking about, oh, I don't want to go to Detroit because we can make more money in the UK. One, that's not really true. Because I already pointed out to you how Javante Davis with 250,000 pay-per-view buys at seven at eighty dollars a pop generates almost as much as Anthony Joshua doing one million pay-per-view buys at 20 euros. So come on now, stop playing. It's not the same. America 
overcharges its consumers for pay-per-views. Like to watch a pay-per-view in America, you have to basically pay ridiculous amounts of money. So therefore, even if you look at the numbers that you generate in America, right, and compare it to the UK, right, it still levels itself out. And if a fight does over a million in America, it just went crazy. That's why people try to tap into the American market. Here's another thing I see from uh, the Savannah Marshall section, which is really one person flooding uh, the chat right now, saying that Clarissa Shields is in a draw. You would be lying to yourself if you because Katie Taylor has headlined in Madison Square Garden. Katie Taylor from the U.K., Olympic gold medalist, one of the best. So this isn't me trying to disrespect Katie Taylor, but you'd be a fool if you think Katie Taylor is more popular in the United States of America than the two-time Olympian Clarissa Shields. You see, the issue with Clarissa Shields in America is we know she's going to dog walk all the women she's going to fight before the fight even starts. So that is why no one really pays to go out to Clarissa Shields' fights. But we would definitely pay to see her fight Savannah Marshall. If you told me Clarissa Shields was going to fight Savannah uh, Marshall, there are a lot of black people in New York. You see what I'm saying? You, you guys are all looking at it from your lens in favor of Savannah Marshall. There are a lot of black people in New York. There are a lot of Hispanic people in New York who rock with Clarissa Shields. What you're, what you're missing is Clarissa Shields bringing Savannah Marshall to the United States of America is her chance to have the big event. See, she went to the UK to give Savannah the big event, right? Uh, uh, Savannah Marshall versus Franchon Cruz Desern was not as big as Marshall versus Shields. Oh, my goodness. Like, this is, this is, what, this is where everyone starts to show their bias. Why do you care about draws? You don't care about draws when it comes to Earl Spence and, and, and Terrence Crawford, when it comes to making Tyson Fury versus Usyk. Now you all want to talk. This, you're not the, yo, what, I'm the only, first of all, when it comes to being real, my track record for three years is on this internet. When I told you TC was going to have to take a three-fight deal with PBC and people called me haters and said whatever, what do you end up having to do? You know what I mean? And 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 when I when I said Eddie Hearn, when I said Eddie Hearn was horrible and he was killing the zone and he was gonna have to raise prices and he was gonna lose all his fighters, and y'all called me an Eddie Hearn hater, what happened? What happened? So for three years, I've been predicting this, just strictly being impartial and looking at the facts. And y'all been the ones being emotional and y'all been the ones who being wrong. I also told y'all that Clarissa Shields was going to dog walk Savannah Marshall and she dog walked her. So come on, man. Let's just keep it a buck. My, my history for three years, my history for three years is all over the Internet of me being right. So you can take whatever you want to say. You're not you, who, who you're. The, listen, this dude's talking about logic. Read every one of his posts. It's all in favor of Savannah. Said there was no dog walking. You see what I'm saying? Like, if you don't, if you can't admit that Clarissa Shields dog walked Hannah Marshall, then then you got a problem. Okay, so that right there it explains everything you need to know. Even Savannah knows the fight wasn't competitive. You know how Savannah knows? 
oh, uh, I, I got to do things differently. I, uh, I, I didn't feel comfortable at that weight. Now I feel better at this weight. When you start hearing people say all that, they know they got dominated. You want to know when you got dog walked, when you know you lost a fight before they even announce it. See, when a fight's close, two people are there waiting for the referee like, oh, whose hand is he going to raise? Oh, I don't feel comfortable about this. Shields knew she won that fight. And, and so did uh, Savannah. So did Savannah. So getting back to it, Clarissa Shields is the two-time Olympic gold medalist. She's undisputed in multiple weight classes. And when she when she goes to have a fight, we know she's going to dominate the opposition. So if you told me Shields was going to fight in Connecticut, she was going to fight in New Jersey, she was going to fight in New York, or even if she was going to fight here in Boston, I wouldn't pay to see her fight these girls. But if Savannah Marshall came from the UK and she was fighting, in one of those states, I would consider going. So that's how I know Shields would do well with this fight. And you have to understand, and you have to understand this. Like I pointed out, Shields went to the UK to give Savannah Marshall a big event. Her fight with Franchon Cruz Luzerne wasn't as big as her fight with Shields. So don't make it seem like it was all Savannah. It took Savannah versus Shields to make that a big event. So Savannah can come to the USA and all of you making excuses know that your girl will get dog walked in Detroit, Michigan. She will get dog walked in New York. She will get dog walked in Connecticut. She will get dog walked in a phone booth. And that's why y'all make excuses for Savannah Marshall. So just like I kept it real, she cooked Franchon Cruz Desern, but Franchon Cruz Desern is not Clarissa Shields. Savannah Marshall knows that. Franchon Cruz knows that. And so does Clarissa Shields. If she doesn't want to come to the United States of America, the biggest market in boxing, like it or not, the biggest market in boxing, like it or not, it's a duck. All right, Dollar Bill. If oh, Martin, is it a duck? Of course. Oh. If you said this is, is it a duck, I mean, yes, you already um you already explained it. I mean, but but I kind of I kind of I listen. I see it. I see it the way you see it, but um. I get where I get what they what they're saying. You know what I'm saying? They want the they wanted the 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 whole thing. You know what I'm saying? They want the pit the big old pie and all that and they feel like you know more people will come out and all this other stuff. But I feel like this is how I feel. Like it's I wouldn't say I believe that the fight will take place. So I'm not gonna say it's a duck, but right? But if it doesn't take place and it's because of, and it's because of uh, Savannah Marshall doesn't want to come to the U.S., then, yeah, it would. It would be a death because, you know, Carissa Shields came out, came over to the U.K., so it's only right that you, you know what I'm saying, you hit her back and you come back to the U.S., you know what I'm saying, and then probably make a rematch clause so that y'all could do it again, you know what I'm saying? Um, look, I know, uh, look, I know that uh, – the UK fans are excited and they're going to come out. You know what I'm saying? But um, I feel like if they, they do the right promotion and they put uh, Michaela Mayo or Alicia Baumgart on the undercard or a good, like the last thing we was talking about, this could be another huge event, no matter where you put it. You know what I'm saying? No matter where you put it, you put it in, in, in my backyard at the crib. You put a good undercard with it. You know what I'm saying? And people are going to come out, you know? 
So, um, yeah, I just think that it was only right. I'm not saying if it's a duck or it's not. All I'm saying is it's only right. You know what I'm saying? If I came to your crib for a barbecue, when I have a barbecue, it's only right you come to my crib. You know what I'm saying? That's how I see it. Put little Jacob's comment up real quick. This one? Marshall will finish Shields in Detroit like everything else is finished in Detroit alongside Motown and the motor industry there. So my only thing is, Based on what? You see, this is what I mean. This is delusion at its finest. And I like little Jacob, but little Jacob is out of his mind right now. Like, what did you see in Savannah Marshall versus Zern that leads you to believe that she, I think Shields would beat her even worse now? This is crazy. Like, this shows your bias. This is what I mean. People don't understand. They'll be the first one to call everyone biased and say everyone's doing this, but they don't see how they're the ones that's crazy. You're talking about the person who won the first fight in the other person's backyard, took their titles. Not only that, it's the more decorated fighter, the more accomplished fighter, the more skilled fighter. And now you're saying, oh, she goes to, so she couldn't win in her hometown. So now she's going to come to Detroit and beat Shields. I mean, it must be nice. I wonder what is making you say that because it's not logic. But um, you know, we can we can we can uh oh see TBE start off. So hold on, I, it's gonna take me a second to set up this next one because this next one is crazy. This next one is crazy, so give me a second. I mean, y'all can interact with I do agree. Um was it Catalilly? I think I'm saying your name right. You should support your fighters like UK support theirs. I agree. That's why I go in there reckless. You know what I'm saying? But, hey, I tried, but, uh, you know. No, you're right. It's clearly the UK bias on this end. Where yeah. They're just going to ride with their fighter, and they're not going to admit like that, that. that Shields deserves the fight in the U.S. and Shields the better fighter because she's American. That's why they booed the American National Anthem. And that's why it don't matter if Shields is likable or not. Tyson Fury isn't likable to everybody, but but we don't hate on Tyson in America because we respect talent. You know what I mean? Carl Frotch wasn't likable to everybody, but we never hate on Carl Frotch because we respect talent. You Chavante's not likable to everybody. We don't even like some of our own American fighters. Deontay Wilder's not likable to all of us. But you know what I mean? So it's just clear. Y'all like it when... Your UK fighters do certain things, but when American fighters do it, then, oh, they're not likable. Come on, man. Keep that same energy. It just shows your bias at the end of the day. At the end of the day, that's all it does. Sorry, but can you shout out to KTH for life? You know what I'm saying? I can't, I feel what you're saying, bro. Um, and I'm not mad at that. <laughs> I'm not mad at that because this is prize fighting. You know what I'm saying? But he said, um, uh, what, he, what bro said, he said, uh, I think Marshall knows she will likely lose and wants the biggest payday she can get to lose again. You know what I'm saying? I ain't, mad at, that. I ain't mad at that. I ain't mad at that. <laughs> I ain't mad at that. Yeah, I think we'll we'll do that uh probably in two weeks, the TC versus Earl uh breakdown with our predictions. 
Should we go? Should we do a whole a whole segment, a whole live segment dedicated to? Yo, we might. We should probably do a pre-fight joint, yo, and just yeah, like oh, yeah, yeah, like interact with everyone to hype it up and try to get people viral. You know what I'm saying? I'll bring I'll bring the uh the Kool Aid. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see, yo. But you know I mean? this next topic, though, oh, man, hold we got to we got to get off of the whole Shields Marshall thing. But see, even the fact that that topic is that contentious shows you that people going to watch it. All right. Um, we're moving on to the next topic. Listen, it has been announced that Saul Canelo Alvarez is fighting Jamel Charlo, not Jamal, who was inactive for two years. And because Jamel, not Jamel, Jamal turned down the fight. Remember, Canelo offered him the fight and Jamal turned down the fight because he was been inactive for two years and he didn't want to take on Canelo after having two years of inactivity. So Jamal, so Jamel Charlo, so Jamel jumped in and said he would take the fight. Now, before we get into this, I want to play out the history of Jamel and him watching Canelo and speaking about Canelo because I already know what some of this stuff's going to be. So uh, we're going to jump into it. So we're going to take a look first at an interview. And this happened on uh, I Am An Athlete podcast where Jamel was speaking, Jamal was speaking and Jamel was present, and just listen to what Jamal is saying. Jamal's the one at 160. Jamal's the undisputed champion at 154 pounds. And this is what Jamal, the champion at 160 pounds, was saying on the podcast. You don't think I, you don't think I want to go get? You don't think I want to go get all these belts? But I'm I'm okay with going through what I want to because my brother gonna go get it. I went and got him. That's why we got him. We for the same pride. Don't worry. I feel like I got him. You don't think I, I want to go? So that's one of the statements he said. But the next clip I'm about to show you is even crazier. It's even crazier because I feel like there's a shift happening with the Charlo brothers. And it's not that they have beef, but I think the shift is happening towards like career-wise, what one's looking to do and what the other's looking to do. And it's starting to become more evident. Take a look at this. That's why I, I'm yeah, ready to fight. Hurt. I'm ready to fight Canelo any, exactly. at any given time. Yeah. Even though I'm undisputed and got mandatories all over the place, I'll fight Canelo just so they could shut that shit up. We'll I, fight Canelo. He talked to Benavides. I didn't talk to Benavides. The people coming at me. That's why I would. <laughs> so you see right there, he's like he, saying that Jamal talked trash to Benavides. He didn't say anything to Benavides, and people started coming at him. And he's saying, like, yo, I'll fight Canelo just to shut all that stuff up. And it's like, what stuff is he talking about? Because there's clearly stuff happening. Um, and so you see, you see right there, he's like, yo, I'm I'm willing to take the fight. And you and you place that to what his brother was saying, was like, oh, I want to go get all the belts, but when he get them, it's like I get them. So we're gonna take a look at another uh clip. And this is uh when now keep me, that part was real. What not? I'm not saying that he's wrong about that. No, no, I'm looking in the comment section. Oh, somebody says so he got them because his bro got them. Nah, yeah. that is to me that is real. But that's real as hell. Um, and, and and they've been pushing each other for years. That's how they even got there. But we'll, we'll get into that when we give our analysis. But um, 
here's uh, Jamel and Jamal at a Canelo fight. And look at what Jamel said during the Canelo fight. So you see, Jamel is at a Canelo fight. He's watching it. And like, you know, most people called Cap when he said it. He was like, I could be Canelo. But he says it like so nonchalantly and like he's just so calm about it. You know, people thought he was capping at the time, but you look at him, you look at him accepting it, and you kind of gotta say, like, you know, it's it's possible, like, and I, I think it's it's plausible, not even possible. I think it's plausible. He really believes that. All right, so now we're gonna take a look at another clip that Jamel Charlo put up after one of his uh after watching a Canelo fight. Undisputed versus undisputed. I want 50. I gained a little weight. Canelo. Yeah, Canelo. My Eli. Go. Canelo. 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 Like, don't f me. Like, for real. Let me show y'all what it is. Why y'all don't make Canelo versus Charlo? y'all talking about? Somebody put that together. Little Charlo will fight anybody. Ain't never done no smoke. Undisputed versus undisputed. That could be a big thing in boxing. <laughs> can't beat me with that in his lap. Again, people were saying he was capping. Wasn't giving him the respect. He said, yo, undisputed versus undisputed. Why not make that fight? Like, that could be a big thing in boxing. All right, and so the last thing I'm going to pull up is from uh, William Boxing. I don't know William Boxing, but I saw this post and I thought it was interesting because look at the size. This is Jamel years ago and Canelo years ago. And you see them. And I, I don't I don't know what weight class Canelo was in during this time. And I don't know what weight class Jamel was in, but you can clearly see that Canelo is smaller. That must have been 154. You can see Canelo is smaller. Canelo is smaller than all these guys. Than than Jamel. Canelo's smaller than all of these. Guys. So and 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 they say a picture's worth a thousand words. Just take a look. So, all right, I'm going to read uh, what, what William Boxing wrote. He said, Canelo, who started at 140, has gone all the way up to fight 175 guys like Kovalev and Bavall and 168 guys, 160 guys. Just three weeks ago, the detractors were crying. Why doesn't he go up 32 pounds to go fight against Badu but cry about Charlo going up 14 pounds. Laughing emoji. So these are all things that I wanted to show. And now I'm going to turn it over to you, Trill Dollar Bill. What's your reaction to the announcement of uh, Canelo fighting Jermel Charlo, the undisputed champion at 154? And what's your reaction to all the clips we just saw. Um, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. All right. Um, I'm sorry for, for my reception today, fellas. You know what I'm saying? Um, but this is what I want to say. This is just a couple of things. Um, one is this. Um, I don't care how anybody feels about any fighter, right? Um, me, right? 
when it comes to Canelo, right, it's hard for me, or any fighter, it's hard for me to not notice the things that they have accomplished, right? Somebody will be like, oh, uh, you know, you, you, you like this fighter so much. You're like, no, I have, I have my opinions. Like, I don't never say anybody was ever wrong for their opinion on how they feel about Canelo. I just said for me, it's hard for me personally to overlook his accomplishments. I can't do it. You know, um, the picture that you showed me brought back a lot of things because it was when you're number one, you right, everybody's going to call you out. And when you're number one, everybody, they don't look at the physical things. They don't look at stuff like that. They just want to see you lose, right? And that's fine. Canelo is different. He's a different type of beast. You know? Um, and these guys, because he came up a certain way, he's a certain type of beast. He fought the people that he needed to fight to become the fighter that he is now. You can say Canelo versus anybody, and I'm always going to lean to Canelo because these guys never took the time to fight each other to make themselves better or get themselves in a position where they can be, you know, I can say, can hang with a Canelo. Skills-wise. Like, it's okay to know boxing and be in there, you don't win, but it's, it's the the, the company you keep and, the, and it's the people that you, you you fight that helps you be in a position to fight. This is cute. Undisputed versus undisputed. Yeah, I'm not I'm not mad at the fight. Even Charlo that gets in there. You know, I know that these guys want a payday. You know, I just don't feel like none of these guys are going to give themselves a real good shot because all these guys did was sit around. All they did was sit around and wait for a ticket. Instead of sharpening their iron and fighting the other great guys out there, they just sat around. And I don't think that – I just really – I just don't see these guys giving themselves a, a good chance against Saul. I really just don't see Because those other fights should have been made. But if the fight happens, it happens. But I'm, I'm going Canelo. All right. Um, G. Question: uh, What what weight class would this fight be in? One sixty eight. One sixty eight. All right. Um, yeah, it's, it's ooh. I mean, yo, it is what it is, man. You know what I mean? But I mean, I hope Charlo does a good job. You know what I mean? I'm gonna be rooting for Charlo. You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, I think Canelo got this one, man. But it is what it is. It's just like, I mean, come on, man. From one fifty four to one sixty eight. Yeah, one fight, no preparation. I don't know, man. Canelo's been, you know what I mean? Like, he's fully acclimated to that weight class. Charlo isn't, you know? So, I don't know. It just, it just seems like, hey, I hope I'm wrong. I'll say this. I hope I'm wrong. I'm going to be rooting for, for Charlo, you know. Um, if Mel can pull it out, salute to him. If not, it is what it is, man. You know, like, 
the the real situation I want to see is when my man Benavidez get up in that ring and put a hurting on Canelo, just throwing it out there, you know. So, you know, let let my man Charlo warm him up because the when the main course happens, the belts is leaving with my man Benavidez. You know what I mean? So, go ahead, Ned. Do you always got on? Got to add on extra. It's like, why? Like you know that's not happening, but not having what? Not having what? Out. It's not happening. Your man Benavides is not getting anything. He's not eating in the one sixty eight. He probably got to move up. He got to go up the crew, um, light heavy or cruiser just to get a belt because he's not. He can't. He's not the man here at one sixty eight. He's never gonna see Canelo. But like I'm, like I'm, yeah, I like when fighters, you have the greats. Come, go against each other, and they know what they're fighting for. The Charlos don't know what they're fighting for. Canelo's fighting for legacy. These guys is fighting for a paycheck, and you can just hear it. They, they like the video, the last video where he was like, he's sitting on his patio, saying he's recording on live, and he's just talking trash, talking mess. You could just see he don't even know the, the the like the battle he's going up against. It's like when you call out. The top dogs, you got to bring top dog energy. And just because you undisputed, Canelo, Canelo was undisputed at the low. Um, Canelo, Canelo was champion undisputed at these low weight classes. And for you to sit here and think you could just go challenge him at, at 168 is crazy. The Charlos, let me tell you something. Every time Canelo fought somebody, with, uh, with the exception of Boval, when he get when he see, when he walks down Boval again, it's going to be something different. He leaves with something. And with the Charlos, there was a reason they signed a three-fight deal. The first fight, he's going to take a Charlo. The second fight, he's going to beat another Charlo. In the third fight, he's going to fight two Charlos. And it's going to be – it's just going to be embarrassment. Yo. That's what I'm saying. He's going to fight two Charlos in the third fight, yo. It's, it's crazy, yo. Each round, y'all going to swap out. Y'all going to tag team – y'all going to tag team Canelo. That's crazy. But, you know, it is what it is at this point. I don't I don't see I don't see how these brothers can beat Canelo. I don't know if they even in the same class. They're not mentally prepared to fight someone <laughs> Canelo. So Y'all have to be honest, yo. I disagree with all of you, man. Um I think that Jam- that Jamel Charlo's a live dog. I think Jamel Charlo He's six feet tall. He fights at 154. He's a talented fighter. He's undisputed, but he fought everyone in his division. When he fought Austin Trout, he fought um, Brian Castaño. He fought uh, Tony Harrison and Erickson Lubin. And he basically knocked out all of them. So I think people are underestimating uh, Jamel. He's taller than Canelo. And I saw someone say, oh, but Canelo's thicker. Yeah, if you're shorter fighting at a certain weight class, but that doesn't mean anything. Like, for example, when I tell people my weight, they're shocked because my height and my weight, I look slimmer than people. But in actuality, I weigh more. But so, like, you, you can't really tell just from looking at that. When you look and you say, Oh, and also, it doesn't matter if someone's thicker. Look at Deontay Wilder, tall, lean, skinny, and then bam, knocks people out. So that doesn't matter, right? In the end, 
What matters is how you perform in the ring, right? That is what matters, how you perform in the ring. And in the ring, Charles proven that he is a dog. So now you're talking about Charlo, someone who has great boxing ability, skill, and in his recent fights has shown great power. What is the knock against Canelo? They say Canelo struggles with slick boxers. Remember what Laura did to him? Look at what just happened with Baval. Baval kind of outboxed him, right? He has difficulty with boxers. Well, Jamel can do that, right? Jamel can do that. He can create that problem. Is it likely that Canelo can touch him up and, and knock him out? Yes, but what if Jamel is skilled enough? I remember the Brian Castaño fight. I thought I thought Charlo won the first fight. I thought a lot of rounds people gave to Castaño were the fact that he was competitive and he was the underdog and they just flat out didn't like Charlo. I think Charlo has one loss on his record that should be a win. He should be undefeated if we're being honest. In my opinion, I think that Jamel Charlo beat Tony Harrison, right? So if you give him that dub, then Tony, then, 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 Jamel, then Jamel Charles undefeated. So Jamel Charlo really, in my eyes, should be undefeated, moving up two weight classes, six foot tall, taller than Canelo. The ability to, he probably walks around at, at more than 168, right? He probably walks around at more than 168. People are acting like this is some huge jump. It's 14 pounds. You ever heard of a man called Alexander Usyk? Just jumped up. Undisputed at cruiserweight. Jumped up to heavyweight and beat a man who had more than a 14-pound weight advantage on him three times. Back to back to back. To become unified heavyweight champion of the world. So I don't understand when people act like we're not talking about some regular dude moving up in weight to fight the champion. We're talking about the undisputed champion at 154, skipping 160. Let's talk about 160 for a second. Who's at 160 right now that you don't... One inch difference. <laughs> well, see, this be the type of stuff that really gets on my nerves. All right, so let me ask you a question. Mr. Five, 511 guy. Where are you getting Jamel's height? Where are you getting Jamel's height from? Tell me, where are you getting Jamel's height from? Where are you getting Jamel's height from? Put it up. Oh, you silent now. You just want to say something, right? All right, here's box rep. Everybody. Point your attention right here. What does this say? What does this say? Six feet tall. So, again, Mr. 511 guy, where you getting that from? Where you getting that from? It's on Google. Well, I just showed you box rec. So now we got two conflicting sources, right? Right. Thank you. Back to what I was saying. So, as as uh, you know, as as we're as we're talking, five eleven, six feet tall, right? Let let let's let's go. He's still taller than Canelo at the end of the day, and that can't be debated because we just saw them side by side in the picture. He's taller than Canelo. 
It, it doesn't you can't say he's not bigger because he spends most of his time cutting weight to make 154. He has a goal. He has to drain his body. So, again, this is what I'm talking about. He may perform better not having to deplete his body of nourishment to make a lower weight class. And again, people are talking about um, exactly the same height as Baval. Baval, decent boxing skills. I actually think that Charlo is a better boxer than Baval skill-wise. To me, I think he's a better. I think he has more skill than Baval. I think he's faster. He is. He's more physical attributes. I think people are sleeping. I think people are sleeping on the prospect that he's a dangerous fighter. And so again, like I said, I think he's a live dog. I mean, he's the underdog, no doubt. He's the underdog, but I think he's a live dog. And again, there is that that factor. We don't know how he's going to react to moving up two weight classes. But even when you look at Kell Brook versus Triple G, Kell Brook was doing well against Triple G. He was competitive until he wasn't. And for everyone's going to point out the broken orbital bone, but that's a Kell Brook issue. Remember, because he fought Spence in the fight after that and got the other eye broken. Yeah, but Vaughn's good footwork. And again, my point is simply this. Jamel Charlo is more of a live dog than you think. And I almost want to point out another fact. When Terrence Crawford made uh, Gamboa move up in weight to fight him, nobody says anything. When these other fighters make people move up in weight to fight them, nobody says anything. Now, when the undisputed champion at 154 pounds wants to move up and dare to be great, the same way Canelo moved up to dare to be great against Baval, people got a problem with it. You know, so, again, it is what it is. When all said and done, you got two people daring to be great. I think it's a good fight, and I think that uh, Jamel Charlo is a live dog. And if he wins, if he wins... We're going to the next topic. Would a victory over Canelo make Jamel Charlo the number one pound-for-pound fighter in boxing? So, for everyone talking, saying it's a mismatch, saying he's going to get bodied, saying all this stuff, it's the same thing y'all said about Baval going into his fight, what Canelo reminds you. But if Jamel Charlo wins this fight, would it make him the number one pound-for-pound pound fighter in the sport? I'm turning over to you, G. Yeah, of course. Like, and, and the reason why, and I, and I know people might be thinking, well, then why why wasn't Baval pound-for-pound pound number one when he beat uh, Canelo? Because he was the bigger guy. But now Charlo's the smaller guy moving up to weight divisions to go and you know, go up against the the legend at this point, the living legend, right? So if he could overthrow Canelo, he has to be pound for pound number one because now he'll be undisputed in two weight classes, you know? And he beat the guy that's literally running through guys from uh, in multiple weight divisions. So you got to give, uh, you know, Mel that, that, that accolade, you know, that accomplishment would be major. So, He'll definitely be number one in my book. I think in pretty much every uh, anybody of note 
will recognize him as pound for pound number one fighter if he could actually beat Canelo. All right, TBE. Pump the brakes, pump the brakes, pump the brakes, G. There's a lot of big fights that are happening this year. And we got Spence TC. We got Canelo Charlo. We got AJ Wilder. We may have Fury. AJ Wilder, that's not even irrelevant for a number one pass But you got Fury Usyk. Fury Usyk's not fighting this year. We don't They're not know. fighting this year. They're not fighting this year. Okay, but we got big fights that are happening this year. We have big fights that already happened. So it's like if Charlo beats Canelo, he's like top three. If TC beats Spence, he's going back to number one on ESPN. You know, you know how they, they treat the man. He's still a fan favorite over there. Forget about ESPN. We're talking about you. I'm just you know. saying there's a lot of big fights <laughs> that are happening that is gonna like that that factor into the pound for pound. If Jamal Charlo beat Jamal Charlo beats Canelo, that's a that's an amazing feat in itself. Like, but I don't see it happening. But he would be in contention for the number one pound for pound on spot. But we got Spencer TC happening this month as well. So like, it's just like let's pump the brakes on him. Just Hold on, so let me just get this clear. If uh, TC beats Spence, TC's number one. Is it, you know? If, he, so what happens if Earl beats TC? Is Earl number one? I'm saying Earl number one. Easy. Okay, so that means so so Charlo. There's no way Charles in contention. That's what I'm saying. They're right there, but I'm saying there's too many good fights happening this summer to just put Charlo number one. TC and this is a three fight deal. Charlo beat Charlo beat Canelo first time, then he loses the next two. It's out of there. He's out of there. He was a fraud. Yeah, he, he got Canelo the first time, or he didn't even knock him out. He just won by decision. It depends on how he beats Canelo. If he knocks him out in the first fight, number one powerful five fighter in boxing. But we all know that's not true. No, you wishy washy, bro. Let me just go to Chris Cash real quick. First of all, TC fought Gamboa. When get, he made Gamboa move up in weight, he fought uh, Kavalaskis when Kavalaskis moved up in weight. So what are you really talking about? Like, he TC has done it. So, and 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 Spence did the same with Mikey Garcia, and y'all killed, y'all killed Spence for Mikey Garcia. Um, and some and, people, and Danny Garcia. Matter of fact, they were all fighting smaller guys. Yeah, so like... <laughs> Like, bro, this is like, I don't even understand why people are acting like this is something new. It's just, like I said, it's the same bias I pointed out with the Savannah Marshall, Carissa Shields thing. You know, yeah. when you like someone, you're, you're willing to excuse when they do something that everyone else does. But when you dislike someone, then you want to jump on them. You know? It's so, yeah. Dollar Bill, you with us? I don't think he is. All right, so I'm going to just jump in. For me, pound for pound, number one. If Jamel beats Canelo, he's pound for pound number one. That's a fact. And that's that's even over TC because I don't have TC as pound for pound number one. I have Alexander Usyk as pound for pound number one right now because I believe Alexander Usyk is the pound for pound best. He was undisputed at cruiserweight, moved up to heavyweight, and became unified champion by beating Anthony Joshua, right? TC was undisputed at 140. 
and then he moved up to 147, and he beat Jeff Horn. He beat Jeff Horn for the WBO belt, but he didn't beat Sean Porter for his strap. He didn't beat Kell Brook for his strap. So, again, I can't sit there and be like, oh, he's over Usyk. Usyk has the more impressive resume to me. So, for that, I have Usyk at number one, right? Now, if TC was to go on and beat Earl Spence, then to me, he would overtake the number one spot because it will happen in July 29th. So I would have him number one at that point over Alexander Usyk. However, if in September, Jamel goes on to beat uh, Canelo, I think he would have a more impressive resume than Terrence Crawford at that point. So then I would put Jamel in the number one spot. So to me, that's how uh, I see it. So that's that's uh, how I would rank him. This is the first time. Well, I'm not going to say the first time, but it's been a long time since I agree 1,000 with Katie. I'm just throwing it out there. You know what I'm saying? But all right, next topic is uh, Dillian White signs contract for rematch with Anthony Joshua. And I don't know if uh, if Trill's, Trill's still not back. So if. All right, well, we'll, we'll jump into it real quick. All right, so there's breaking news. Um, we'll we'll try to uh, get the audio without the footage because I don't want any issues. All right, let's listen. Talking of fights that the fans want. Can't play it without to see. That is the breaking news from the world of boxing because we've just found out that Dillian White has signed and returned the requested agreement as the rematch with Anthony Joshua edges closer to an official announcement. Boxing fans are desperate to see the two fight again. Remember, Joshua won the first one. He retracted a late request for a rematch clause in his favour earlier this week, removing what was at the time a significant hurdle. And now negotiations appear complete, really, ahead of the planned fight. And everyone's hoping this is going to be at the O2 Arena and put this in your diary, August the 12th. It looks like Dillian White and Anthony Joshua will fight again next month. Talking of fights that the fans want to see, that is the breaking... So, it's reported that uh, AJ retracted the rematch clause and Dillian White has signed the contract and agreed to fight uh, Anthony Joshua in August. I'm going to turn over to you, TBE, man. What's your reaction to that? Let's go! Like, you know, I, I don't, I'm not mad at the rematch with AJ and Dillian. I would like to see this fight. I like to put this, I would like AJ to put this story to bed. Like, like you know, it's over with. It's finito. Like, Dillian's been feeling himself. Talk- Dillian's delusional. Dillian's a madman running around London talking all types of rubbish. Fucking, he's 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 a madman on speed. You know, I don't know. You got like I, I just saw um, I don't know what is it? It was a it was a clip. It was a it's a video with Kevin Hart and the guy who does um what's his name? I'm forgetting his name. Something dap, dapper from London, from the UK, and he did the um, pop, boom boom boom. That dude, that dude. I forget I'm forgetting his first name. Michael Dapper. Michael Dapp and Kevin Hart did a good clip, and there was a scene, there, there was a moment in the clip where he was like, they, they were showing pictures, and then what do you call it? He was like, petroleum pump. It was like gas. 
And he's like, you guys like to do extra things. Like, you know, UK, like we say, we say, we keep things sne- simple. Like we call our shoes sneakers. They call their shoes trainers. Things like, things of that nature. And it's like, Kevin Hart said something that I felt, I said in the past, it's like, you guys speak in terms where you guys want to say say in a say the whole word instead of make, keeping it simple. So, Dylan, uh, just for the UK fans, I'm gonna try. I'm trying my best to sound with my UK accent real quick. Dylan has been moving mad, talking massive rubbish, rubbish, and Stupid. being very rude and disrespectful to my man Anthony Joshua. My brother, my brother, Anthony Joshua. You know, I'm gonna keep it that simple. But AJ, this is your time to get your get back, get your comeback, and get your pause. And um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> This is uh, this is the time to show UK you back, you back, and you back in business. You know all this fear, fury, mess. You got Usyk out there getting the shot. This is for you to show, like you still that top dog. You got the killing. And anybody gonna bring it out of you is Dillian White. Like Caden said before, you if you gonna lose to this man, retire. And you can't lose to this man because there's no way, no way possible. You got his number. We all know what Dillian is. And if you knock Dillian, he still gets something like, yo, man, this man's still trash. He hits, you know, he hits like he hits like a, a schoolgirl or whatever, things like that. He's talking crazy nonsense. You just you just block his number. At this point, Dillian doesn't deserve to be in the same breath as you. But AJ, I, I want to see this fight. I don't. I'm not mad at this fight. And you know, we're gonna fight again in September. So AJ, let's get it together, man. Come in here, bro. You're talking. You're just chatting up, mess, bro. You're chatting up, Enoch. Yo, Enoch. I don't know where you're from, bro. But men's them don't chat like that, bro. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all got me acting a fool on it. Oh yeah. man, yo! If you're from the UK right now in the chat, rate Ned's uh, English accent, man. Name rate Ned's English accent. <laughs> Go ahead, keep going, bro. Do your thing. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no, AJ, man, you have to just put the pause on this guy. You got to put hand. You got to put. You got you got to beat the brakes off of Dillian in this fight. You got to punish him. You got to show him show him no remorse, no love. Yeah, he let you buy a pair of jeans, but you could give him a, a million jeans now, yo. You know you could give him you could give him busy business company of jeans now. You know, so put Dillian in his place and let him know not to talk trash. And G, stop it, stop it. Put your hands up, G. Put your hands up, G. Thank you. All right. There we go, G. Your hands ain't up, man. Like that. <laughs> Yo, go ahead, G. <laughs> Yo, I, Ned, I'm be honest. I thought your English accent was pretty good. You know what I'm saying? So, but Yo, what that sounded know? like Tay Diggs and how Stella got a groove back trying to have a Jamaican accent. <laughs> dog. <laughs> I was like, cuz this is horrible, Phil. <laughs> nah, but um. You know, it's cool that they're doing this rematch thing, but I'm be honest, man. I didn't want this fight right now. 
I don't want no hiccups before AJ Wilder, bro. I, and I, I'm confident AJ's gonna violate this dude. But it's the heavyweight division. Anything can happen. I just would hate to see Dillian, even if Dillian doesn't even win, but he like clips AJ during that fight. I don't want that to be like, you know, oh, nah, AJ got to pull out the Wilder fight. Or, you know what I mean? So I, I don't want none of that. So if I was AJ, man, I'd be like, yeah, Dillian, you're going to get beat, but you're going to have to wait till after December, bro. It just is what it is. You know what I mean my whole my whole aura, my whole dedication, everything is devoted to the Saudi Arabia fight. You you gonna have to just be one of those retirement fights that I do right before I end it all. So I'll just make him wait, man. It be it is what it is, you know. But um, you know, I just feel like Dillian, man, you haven't shown anything like you just living off of AJ's name, man. You know, so it's just like this is your last hurrah, and you want to just like latch on to AJ's name, and that's corny to me. So he should he should earn that slot, man. Like I don't know, like I don't know. He just wants to get paid, bro. This is just a a weak attempt again, another payday. So it's whatever. I just don't want to see this fight right now. I'm cool with it after the Wilder fight. After the Wilder fight, I'm like, hey, if AJ still in one piece, yeah, knock yourself out with Dillian. But I want 100% AJ fighting 100% Wilder. I don't want a 80% AJ fighting no 100% Wilder or and vice versa. I just want these guys to finally end this this long like feud that they've had. AJ and Dillian already had their fight. We seen Dillian get violated. We seen Dillian get violated a couple of times. So I don't see what's the big deal. I think the only thing is Dillian's probably thinking, well, AJ is a sh- is a shell of his old self, so this is my chance. But even if you did win against this current AJ, it's like, oh, come on, bro. Like, you know what I mean, when AJ was in his prime, you wasn't touching that dude, man. So, like, I, I just don't see it, man. I'm not giving Dillian that, 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 that recognition, man. You know what I mean? And shame on all you fans to co-sign this before the Wilder fight. Because if this is the fight that prevents that fight from happening, I'm blaming all of y'all. I'm done. Look, I'm going to be honest, man. Yo, it's sad because I really used to like Dillian. Like, when it was like his thousand days campaign and he kept winning fights and he was getting some high-quality wins like Oscar Rivas and things of that nature, Um, I was really on his side, like, get this man a title shot. But then he started to move funny. Um, He got knocked out by Alexander Povetkin, but he went in immediate rematch and and won his title back. He was okay with rematch clauses. Then AJ beat him the first fight. He's begging for a rematch. So clearly he wants the opportunity for a rematch, but he doesn't want to give AJ the opportunity to get some get back if he wins. It just seems like, yo, this dude just wants everything in his favor. And what the reality is, is he wants to play spoiler. That's what Dillian wants. So Dillian wants to beat AJ and then try to set up the fight with Wilder in Saudi Arabia. What he doesn't realize is you can't replace AJ because nobody wants to see you, Dillian. It's like the Temptations. 
when my man Ruffin had to tell him, nobody come to see you, Otis. Nobody come to see you, Dillian. You are a good opponent for the A-side fighters. People want to see the A-side fighters beat you up. That's what you are, right? But you're not the main attraction. You're not the main attraction. So he wants to play spoiler. If he beats Anthony Joshua, all he's going to do is kill the, the Wilder deal, the AJ Wilder deal with Saudi Arabia. But they're not going to pay him now to fight Deontay Wilder over there. Exactly. Right? So if he thinks he's going to replace AJ, that's not going to happen. So the, the best thing you could do is just have a trilogy with AJ. But he he doesn't he doesn't even want that. AJ is willing to give you the opportunity to get another shot at him, but you know he has other things lined up. He has bigger things lined up. He has the fight with Wilder lined up. And everyone's gonna be watching, hoping he beats you so they can see him fight Wilder. That's your value. But in the end, I'm not even worried about it because I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think Dillian White can take a punch anymore. You saw the way Fury knocked him out. You saw the way Pavekton knocked him out. You saw he was dropped by Joe Parker. He was dropped, excuse me, by Oscar Rivas. The dude, he, he I think he lost to Jermaine Franklin. I scored the fight for Jermaine Franklin. He pulled out that decision. So when you say he got to earn the fight, G, in his mind, he already earned the fight. Because he got the decision over Jermaine Franklin, and then Jermaine Franklin ended up fighting Anthony Joshua next. So he feels like, oh, it should have been me because I beat Jermaine Franklin. Although most of the people in the public eye saw him as losing. You know, it's sad because usually, you know, when I like a fighter the way that I like Dillian, I, I usually want to see them succeed. And I feel like I'm just done with Dillian, bro. I just want to see Dillian get put out. Like, I want to see Dillian get done by AJ. And then be gone. So that's my take on that. Dillian the Wasteman, bro. <laughs> this kid going too far with the accent now. You know what I'm saying? All right. All right. So One next thing I just want to explain. It says, why have a rematch? Uh, there's no belt on the line. It's not about belt. It's about opportunities. So right now, Anthony Joshua has a fight lined up with Deontay Wilder, right? So he doesn't need to take a fight like Dillian White. He could take a fight against anybody, have that fight as a tune-up, and then go into the fight with Deontay Wilder. He wants to rematch because he's taking a risky fight with someone like Dillian White. So if he so Dillian beats him, right, he should automatically get a, a rematch because that's his best option. Uh, but before taking that fight, he should be rewarded with the opportunity to have another fight with Dillian. And if Dillian doesn't want to agree with that. He could just say, forget you. I'll take an easy fight and then go into the fight with Wilder. Because fighting Dillian, he's jeopardizing his opportunity to get a shot at Wilder. So he at least wants to have two big fights lined up with um, Dillian White. So that's the reason why he wants a rematch clause with no belt on the line. Well, next topic is Hearn says Tyson Fury versus uh, Francis Ngannou. And Usyk will fight on the AJ versus Wilder undercard. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's what yo. That's what he said. All right, so we're gonna listen to what Eddie Hearn had to say, and then we're gonna discuss it. All right. Hold up, hold up. Clarify that for me. What Tyson Fury versus Ngannou and Usyk will be on? What? No, 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 no. 
He's saying that I'll play the clip. It'll be all in the clip. All right. And then we'll discuss it. If you still need clarification, then I'll clarify it after. All right. So here's the clip. Does Joshua Wilder kind of go on regardless of anything that happens with your yeah, use? Sure. There is a chance he could land early, Jen. Um, but that fight is, you know, we understand Tyson Fury is going to fight Ngannou in an exhibition. So that rules out the Usyk fight. Um, but our fight happens regardless. Usyk will still fight on the card by all accounts. Looks like Philip Hergovic probably as he's the mandatory. But it doesn't affect our fight at all. All right. So just, to cl just for clarification purposes, what he's saying is Tyson Fury, it looks like, is going to fight Francis Ngannou in an exhibition. Right? So he's not available for the Saudi Arabia card in December that everyone's talking about. He's saying, but even if Tyson Fury's not available for that fight, Wilder and AJ will still fight each other. And on the undercard, Usyk will fight his mandatory like Flip Pergovich or someone like that. So that's what he was saying. So um, because he's fighting Flip Pergovich, it's not that's not going to be the main event. He's fighting a mandatory. So it's it's almost like you know, but anyways, uh, I'll turn it over to you, G. What's your reaction to the rumor that Tyson Fury is going to fight Francis Ngannou and the rumor that the tournament in Saudi Arabia was still going on with Wilder and AJ headlining and, and Usyk fighting on the undercard? I mean, I'm going to be honest. I, I feel like Tyson Fury is definitely ducking uh, Usyk, right? And it's shameful. But, hey. I will say this, he's gonna make a lot of money though with this uh exhibition fight. You know what I mean? You know, all of these MMA UFC guys are gonna pay to see that. So I, I respect the hustle that Tyson Fury is doing, so I'm not mad at that. But I do like what Eddie's saying though, that Usyk, you know, fight on the undercard of the AJ Wilder fight because of the simple fact that you know Usyk versus Herkovich or whatever. I mean, could it be a pay-per-view fight? Maybe, but nobody's excited about that, you know. However, if it, being under the AJ Wilder card, like it's a great way to showcase his talent to the world. Everyone's gonna be tuned in to see AJ and Wilder, and then you know, the build up. Maybe whoever wins between AJ and Wilder could, you know, get some FaceTime to to call out Usyk later on that night or something. Anything can happen, you know. So, um, you know. It's, it's good entertainment and it benefits all parties. You know, it keeps Usyk active um, and it gives him more looks at his talent, you know, and I mean, hey, hopefully Tyson Fury, after he's done, you know, playing boxing, he he finally has, you know, the goals to, to call out Usyk for real, you know, so... I like this idea from Eddie, man. Hopefully, it works out the way that he uh, he says it it, it, it is planning because you know he's he playing boxing and he <laughs> reneged a lot. So, hmm? G, you said if he has the balls. Oh, mean? that is kind of yeah. I guess you got him on that balls, year. but yeah, whatever. Well, he balls? said goal. Right. Yeah, but balls. Yeah. Oh, 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 all right. Also, <laughs> oh, you just you just got excited when you heard. Balls. <laughs> I needed clarity. I didn't. I don't know. I didn't know what I heard. That's um, <laughs> calm, calm it down. Just, a, just a tad. You know what I'm saying? But, but go ahead, Ned. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I was, 
my ball. Yeah, I wish we had replay, bro, so I could run that back. <laughs> this, is, this, is this is the part I hate about boxing. It's where you know we're playing. You see, they're talking about uh, I don't. They're talking about Wada versus um, Ruiz, AJ versus Dillian, and all these fights that aren't even like solidified yet. Like we don't have a guarantee on these fights just yet because we got so many fights ahead. Like you know, they're putting the carriage before the horse, and just take it one day at a time. Once these fights is over with, then we could, could talk about. Yo, G, G, hands up. Take, take, take it off the screen, G. Take it off the, take it off the screen. <laughs> take it off the screen, G. You put it up there, take it down. You told me to say, whoa, pause, pause. Did you hear that, bro? Yeah, what do you say? Yo. You said you put it up there, take it down. <laughs> nah. I don't want to take down what Ned got. I'm good. Yo, <laughs> G, take this off the screen. Like, the war. Like,こうこうこうこうこうこうこうこうこうこうこうこうこうこうこうこうこうこうこうこうこうこうこうこうこうこうこうこうこうこうこうこうこうこうこうこうこうこうこうこうこうこうこうこうこうこうこうこうこ
you go from saying something and then you go from saying something. I'm like, just stop. And you just, you know, keep saying things that are going to keep like the comments rolling, man. Like, let the fights happen. And then we get to December. When these de- <laughs> December fights are confirmed, then I'll be happy to accept all these fights. Tyson Fury fighting Ganu, that's nothing. That's like that's not a sweat. Tyson Fury's not gonna break a sweat that fight because Ngannou's not a boxer. If Tyson Fury was stepping in the octagon, then we'd be like, yo, Tyson Fury is jeopardizing undisputed. This is just a sparring match for the for the public. Usyk. Being the on the undercard is kind of disrespectful since he's uh you know <laughs> G fix your face and take this off the screen. All right, it's it's okay if this was just like you know the comments were coming up, come popping and popping. G is deliberately putting these comments up just to, like, you know, mess with me. No, I'm just literally going down the line. Yo, G, stop it! (laughs) You're not. When it's it's all said and done after August, when we see Wilder fight Ruiz, AJ fight Deontay, then we go on to December and we can talk about what's going on in December. We can't sit here and just be like, everything's going to go down in December because that's how supposedly the the people that's supposed to fight is going to lose. Because even though AJ be Dillian, Dillian, nah, I ain't even worried about AJ. Don't be Dillian, like easy. I feel Wilder is jeopardizing his career fight. Thank you. I, you know, I, mean, I don't skip, but relax, yo. You know what I'm saying? Yo, I look come out. to G's defense, Eva. Hold up, yo. Don't yeah. save G from Ned. Yo, let let that hey. handle it. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Gee, all of those, all those comments you just posted was in order. <laughs> nah, I'm just going yeah. down. Dennis was a dog back then, yo. Even though I, even though he was a little, he was off the rails. Dennis was a dog, yo. Let's not get it crazy. Like, he was, a, he was like crazy. He was killing in envy. But like I'm saying, uh, let these fights happen. Then we go on, and then we make the fight in December official. But they, we can't just sit there and say AJ and Wilder's fighting in December, which they still can. But say something crazy happened. These fights, a uh, fight against Dillian, where. Uh, injury happens, like you know, you knock him out, but you break your right hand, your left hook, or whatever you something like that. It's like th- it's not certain. Like there's there's still things that could jeopardize the fight in December. So let's not just jump off the rails and act like AJ Wilder can happen when they got other they agreeing to other fights before the fight happens. And August is too close to December for me for them to be like, oh, we're gonna fight in August, then we're gonna fight in December. So. We got we got questions. But AJ, if AJ was going to that, what up, my bro? You know, men's them here in London, you know. Yo, 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 I had a question for you, Ned. If you met AJ, right, would you go for the bro hug or a hug hug? (laughs) It's the bro hug. Bro hug. It's the bro hug. It's the bro hug. It's kind of crazy. Like, Dude, you know? the bro hug look like a hug hug. You know what I'm saying? Just... Yeah. If I meet Clarissa, I'm going to give her a hug hug and pick her off her feet. You feel me? That's what it is. Got you. Wow. Hey, man, this is crazy. Yo, G! G! <laughs> the audience. You get, you know, there's so many comments coming in. What's <laughs> the. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> oh.
Yo, <laughs> yo, Mark is a savage, yo. Oh, oh, <laughs> yo, this is. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I ain't gonna lie, yo. I seen, I seen Bum Gar- Yeah, I ain't gonna front, man. She the first buff shorty that looked good, man. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, Try to throw it out there, you know what I mean? Oh so, my god, y'all got me, man, tripping. I gotta get back to what was even a topic, bro? Can I see the topic? The LG- <laughs> Yo, yo can I see the topic, man? Yo, what was the topic? where you at, man? Oh, oh god, <laughs> done with y'all, yo. I'm done with you, G. Uh, you're done. Yo, somebody comment that G's out of pocket, bro. You gotta put that up on the screen, oh. uh, G. Word, that. <laughs> Yo, oh. dude in that icon looks a lot like Ned, but hey, man, oh, somebody man. somebody thinks you out of pocket, G. Yeah, you out of pocket, <laughs> G. I agree with that man wholeheartedly. Mm. Hey, my fault somebody said this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yo, G. Yo, G. Yo, stop it, bro. Hey, yo, oh. I'm not here to be humiliated, man. Come oh. on. Oh. All right, let me get into it. So Eddie Hearn says that Tyson Fury's fighting Francis Ngannou. And that the fight with Anthony Joshua and Deontay Wilder will still go on as planned. And Usyk will fight on the undercard, probably Flip Perkovich. Here's a few things. One, Eddie is the great spin doctor, so I don't know. Eddie says something, but that doesn't always mean that it's going to play out that way. What I do know is that I am hoping that we do get the Deontay Wilder and Anthony Joshua fight in December. That's all I really care about. Um... As far as I'm concerned, man, Usyk should be fighting Tyson Fury. That's the fight we want to see. The fact that they have to fight other people or they're fighting other people, I'm not necessarily interested in that. But I will support Usyk because I feel like Usyk is trying to get the fight done. He is trying to become undisputed, and he can't fight himself. So whatever I can do to watch the Daniel Dubois fight, I'm going to do that. Whatever I can do to watch the Flip Perkovic fight, I'm going to do that. Um, so pause though. That sounded a little suspect. I don't want people out there getting, you know, I mean like whatever, if I got to pay for pay-per-view to watch the fight or order the fight, I'm going to do that. So, um, yeah, with that being said, man, the, the Tyson Fury, Francis Ngannou, I can understand Eddie Hearn, like saying he, 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 he doesn't think it's necessary or him trying to clown it. But at the same time, he's the one who's responsible for all this. He's the first one to air Logan Paul KSI. And I remember at the time when that exhibition was going to be aired, people were saying, like, is this going to help boxing or is it going to hurt boxing? In many ways, I feel like it's helped boxing because those fights have done big pay-per-view numbers and they brought um, new eyes to the sport. However, in this instance, it's hurting boxing because you have the WBC heavyweight champion looking to fight an exhibition to make more money rather than fighting Usyk. Because it's the easier fight. See, now, if you're one of those people in one of our earlier segments who were okay with Savannah Marshall avoiding Shields because she wanted more money, then you should be okay with Fury doing this for the money. See, that's what I mean about when you when you focus on money-based arguments, they work against you later, right? Fury may not make as much money fighting Usyk because you got to give Usa a bigger share of the purse, and it's more risky, so he'd rather go fight Francis Ngannou in this exhibition, fake fight, make money, 
and forget what the fans want to see. What's this man right? Fury is a joke. It's embarrassing. He's an active boxer and a world champion looking to fight someone who's never fought a professional boxing fight before. He has good contender in the top 10 WBC. Look, again, we're talking about money, though. That's why I was talking about in the Shields and in Marshall situation. If we're going to allow fighters to back out for money, you got to allow Fury to do this because Fury's about to make good money. Like you said, spanking someone who's never had a professional boxing match before. And for Nganu, it's a come up because Nganu has never made the money he's going to make fighting Tyson Fury in the UFC. So how can you get mad at Fury if you're one of those people who like the money argument? But if you're one of those people who are give the fans what they want to see argument, right, then you can be upset with Fury for not taking the Usyk fight. But why take a fight you could potentially lose when you can get a bigger piece of the pie fighting a fight you know you're going to win? So that's the route Fury's choosing to take. Just call it what it is. It's Duck City. You know what I mean? As long as we admit that he don't <laughs> want no smoke with Usyk. <laughs> uh, yeah, bro. So we're, we were just talking about uh, uh, Eddie Hearn announcing that he's hearing that Fury's going to fight Francis Ngannou. And if that happens, the fight with uh, Wilder and AJ will still happen in Saudi Arabia, and Usyk will fight his mandatory Flip Herkovich on the undercard. So asking what's your thoughts on all that? No, bro, I heard everything y'all was saying. Y'all oh, couldn't okay. see me visually, but I was listening to y'all, you know? Oh. Um, I mean, I, it's, I, don't have no, I don't have no comments. You know how I feel. You know how I feel. I, I there was only one fight that I wanted to see, you know, um, and this is what hurts the sport of boxing. And this is why people don't come out and some people don't get paid the, the right way because of certain things like this. They, and the excitement is gone. And then you got people in the comments going crazy on us because of what these boxers do. You know what I'm saying? Um, man, I don't. I don't want to say nothing bad about Tyson Fury, man. I just, I just, I, y'all know what I wanted, you know? And and I thought that we was going to get that. I thought that we was going to get that one name, one face in the heavyweight division. This is what these guys was talking about the whole time. Usi comes into the picture. Now everybody's talking about they want to fight somebody for bigger bags and fight other people. And I just don't see it, man. Um, yeah, it's a lack of integrity. I don't know what it is, man. I I just I don't want to say nothing bad, man. I just I just I just I just think that this is a bad look for the heavyweight division. And I was dissing the heavyweight division for a while. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you gentlemen got me loving the heavyweight division. G, you know what I'm saying? Caden, you know what I'm saying? TBE, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Complex. Y'all had me. Y'all got my 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 blood boiling for the heavyweight division, which I I, I hate it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And now those feelings is coming back because all those other all the other weights classes are giving us the fights. These guys are just not giving us the fight, and and, and it's just it's just whack, man. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. WBC, man, we be carrying these these belts for a while. <laughs> I don't know. Sure, sure. I feel your pain. I feel we're not going to live to see Undisputed in the heavyweight division. Just never. 
Damn, you said we were gonna live to see it. You think it's gonna be? I hope I got. A, I hope I got a few more bangers, in, in a few more trips around the sun, man, to see to see it happen. We gotta listen, man. My summers is gonna be up by the time we get on. <laughs> you know, so we ain't got. We don't My got summers enough summers gonna left. Be up. And then it's gonna be the way it's going. Yo, bro. And then you gotta understand this, bro. I was saying this to you the other day, and I don't think you heard me because I was saying it so fast. I believe in the next five years we're gonna have two more belts. So it's gonna be even more harder. There's gonna be two more sanctioning body belts. I have a feeling there's gonna be another the WO something IBs G or something. They're gonna make the IBO uh, an official belt. It's gonna make it official. I'm trying to tell you. I, I, I have a feeling. Oh, that one should be official. They should get rid of the WBC, man. That's it's gonna be two. It's gonna be two more belts just added on. I'm, I'm, I'm no, not, no, forget not, that. They not. need to get rid of all these belts and just have one belt. Yeah, yeah, that that too. Yeah, let's yeah just have the ring belt. Just one belt. Just have the ring belt. Just have oh, the yeah. ring belt. That's true. Yeah, just do the ring belt. Nah, yo, forget the ring belt, man. We can't have Oscar De La Hoya, man, in charge of the only official belt. Can you imagine that boxing would be more corrupt than ever? <laughs> He'll be like, Mongia is champion. <laughs> Mongia is champion. <laughs> Walking around with Virgil Ortiz, Mongia, and Ryan Garcia with all the belts. What my homie say? What my homie um Cash said? Cash said Trill don't have this energy for Canelo because he's undisputed already, baby boy. He's undisputed already, baby boy. Yeah, man, it's like Canelo really won his fights, dog. Like this is what people act like Canelo, some chump who just had everything in it. Exactly. Canelo didn't beat uh Billy Joe Saunders, uh Callum Smith. And uh, Caleb Plant, all in the same year. That's what we're going to start giving out. The Boxing Bros belt, one face, one champion. <laughs> and we'll if do- there isn't a definitive champion in the weight vision, then there's the belt still vacant. The vacant, yeah. <laughs> in the heavyweight division, the belt is vacant. Yeah, man. We don't know who's the real champ. All right, I think we can move on. Really going in, yo. People really going in about this. Yeah, I mean, I mean, cause you know, yo, you it becomes um, uh, the true squad. Put the true squad up there. I didn't even have to say nothing to you, Cash. The true squad already, already eaten you. Yeah, he said, why would he have this energy for Canelo? Canelo ain't ducking. Isn't he going to fight Benavidez within his next three fights? You already. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he was trying to trigger me, man. I'm, I'm in, I'm, I'm on a spiritual journey, bro. There's nothing you can say to me to get me bad. <laughs> My man say he don't want any problems, but I do. Next topic. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's get it. All right. So. Was Frank Warren capping? I yo, straight up. Like, yo, this is so crazy. I'm just gonna pull it up. We're just gonna get into it, and we're gonna talk about was this fact or cap by Frank Warren? Andy, I, I feel you, Andy. Let's this take a look at this. Andy Payne. Fact or cap by Frank Warren? 
So according to Michael Benson, he doesn't put the source up. Tyson Fury will not be fighting Alexander Usyk in December in Saudi Arabia. I'm told by Frank Warren. He said the Saudis may postpone their plans to January. So Fury is pressing ahead with a fight in the UK. Warren hopes to make Fury versus Daniel Dubois for Undisputed next year. I repeat, what? Warren hopes to make Fury versus Daniel Dubois for Undisputed next year. What he is implying is that Daniel Dubois will beat Alexander Usyk. <laughs> and he will make Tyson Fury versus Daniel Dubois for Undisputed. <laughs> There's no source there. This is so crazy. I, I would have to see an actual source, but like, yo, this is this is nuts. But Michael Benson, he does have some credibility. Well, I gotta turn to you, Dollar Bill. Oh, I got you, man. Is that fact, Cap? Like, what? what is this? Cap. <laughs> yo, I, yo, bro, this saying and doing anything right now. This saying and doing anything right now, bro. I don't know what it is. It's it's only one fight that we should be talking about. Fury and Usyk. That's it. All this other stuff just is 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 weird. What my man say is laughable. Dark side of the moon. <laughs> yeah, it's laughable. This is crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen, we're talking about um, Dubois. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen, I don't. This is a joke. This is a joke, and they're making it a joke out of this heavyweight division. They're making a joke out of the big guys. They got to put some respect on the big guys. Nate, this is this is they playing. This weird. This is playing that I don't know. I don't got nothing to say about this weirdness. It's weird. You know what I'm saying? It's weird. I don't. I don't get it. You know what I'm saying? I just don't get it. I see that too. I see that too. I see the boys getting KO. I think, <laughs> I think I see him quitting again. <clears throat> I, yeah, I mean, this is wishful thinking. I don't know. If, I won't say cap because you know, as a promoter, he's probably this is what he's probably really hoping for. Like, if 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 my man Dubois could just get past. <laughs> And I have total control, and I control all of the the belts. And Yo, this is that G, this that G faith. This sound like that G faith. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, listen, man, I ain't this faithful. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no <laughs> ain't this faithful. I, 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 I Dubois gonna do it now, man. G, you don't got faith that Dubois can beat Usyk G? Nah, nah, it ain't happening. Bro. It ain't happening. Not not that guy. Nah, you know. But um, yeah, it's. it's I don't know, man. I'll be honest, man. It, who cares? You know what I mean? Like, I don't think anyone cares about them even fighting. You know what I mean? Everybody wants to just see Fury and uh, Usyk. So that's not happening. So it's looking like Usyk's going to violate Daniel Dubois and Usyk's just going to be on the bench for a little bit waiting for, for Tyson Fury to finally step up. So I don't know, man. I don't know what's taking uh, Tyson Fury so long, man. Like, What's he waiting for? You know, like 
It's just it's shameful, man, at this point. It really is. I don't think he really cares about undisputable. That's obviously doesn't care. He's only about it, he's only in it for the big paydays. So I don't know, man. Saudi Arabia, please, man, get some more oil money, man. Just throw it at this guy just so we can see this fight. I don't know. It has to be something to entice Tyson Fury to stop whatever he's planning to get in the ring with Usyk, man. It has to be something that he uh, that all the parties can do to make this happen. All right, T B E. This is crazy. So he's fighting in Ghana in December. Then he's supposed to fight Usyk in January. That sounds no, not crazy. Tyson Fury. That's the question yeah. is. Was Frank Warren capping when he said he hopes to make the Daniel Dubois versus Tyson Fury fight for undisputed? Or just just a huge pipe dream, you feel me? So I don't I don't see Daniel Dubois being Usyk at all. I don't even think he got this. Daniel Dubois is not as skilled as the elite, the top four in this division. And as we saw what Joy Joyce did to him, and we saw in the rematch, uh, not the rematch, that his recent fight, he didn't look as astonishing as he should be. I don't even get why he's getting a title shot at this point in his career. You know, you know, you lost to Joy Joyce. I don't, I, I, you, you, your comeback fight, you didn't look good. But now all of a sudden you get a shot at all three belts. It doesn't make sense to me. I don't get how this boxing thing works. I mean, if you beat the guy who lost the guy who beat the guy, or you beat the guy who lost the guy. Who got the belts? Then yeah, but he didn't beat nobody. He lost to Joe Joyce, who had it, who, who lost his title shot to Zane, and now he got to go to rematch with Zane. How does he jump from Zane? How does he jump leapfrog these guys to fight? <laughs> Yo, you see what uh what, what Chris Cash just wrote? Yo, you right, dog. We got to give you a retroactive oh, pause on that yeah, one, yo. Yeah, you wow, yo. Up, man, man, dog, bro. you slipping, man. for catching that one, yo. Wow. <laughs> yo, we were slipping, yeah, yo. Wow. Up, bro. Like, yo, come on now. You <laughs> to me, Frank Warren is big cat because he knows damn well Dubois, Dubois, I, I, I still, I still want to get on the topic. How does Dubois leapfrog Joe Joyce and Zing to get to a chance to fight for three belts? I don't get it. I don't know how how this boxing, how the 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 um the ranking works, where you get you're in position for a title shot. But Dubois beating Usyk is crazy. It's not gonna happen, Frank. Is delusional. He's capping big time, and one foot out the door. Watch, yo, one foot out the door. Put two foot, two feet out the door. All right, keep it moving. <laughs> all right, look. Frank learned a valuable lesson. He was going around working out new material at comedy clubs, and somebody heard this joke and they leaked it. That's why we don't have a source. That's why we don't know where it came from. Because there's no way he thinks this is reality. But I'll tell you what's crazy. When you look at Mike Tyson losing to Buster Douglas, when you look at Anthony Joshua losing to Andy Ruiz, sometimes these other type of long shot fights where someone hits a home run and they actually pull off the magnificent upset. So, I mean, 
I guess I'll even count Alexander Povetkin over Dillian White because in that fight, Povetkin was getting battered by Dillian. And then he just landed the uppercut, turned Dillian White's uh, lights out. So in a way, I think, you know, uh, Frank Warren is praying for a miracle. But for him to be acting like he's really considering planning for Dubois versus uh, Tyson Fury for Undisputed in January, that's pure cap. All right. Let's go mm-hmm. to the next topic. Uh-oh. Does Andy Ruiz deserve a 50-50 split with Wilder? We're going to go to mm-hmm. Twitter, the new news source of our day. Uh, we're going to Twitter. And on Twitter, the source is 78 Sports. So Deontay Wilder did an interview with 78 Sports. And this is Deontay Wilder on Andy Ruiz negotiations. And this is, quote, what Deontay Wilder had to say. This is definitely not a 50-50 fight. He's, t- he's talking about a rematch clause. Either he's drunk or he's on drugs. Maybe both. If this deal falls through, you'll never see him again in the boxing scene, especially not on PBC. That's what Deontay Wilder had to say. And so, of course, there are reports that Deontay Wilder offered Andy Ruiz a 70-30 split to which uh, it's been reported that Andy Ruiz countered with 50-50 split and a rematch clause, that he wants a rematch clause in it as well. So now I'm going to turn it over to you, G. Does Andy Ruiz deserve a 50-50 split? Hell to the no. I don't know what planet this guy on. I don't give a damn if he was the former unified champion. Bro, you got lucky with a lucky punch. And in the rematch, you stunk up the place. You know what I mean? Disgraceful. You know, like every round you got violated in the rematch. So that that's another thing. And your your your, your two comeback fights against uh Areola and um um Luis Ortiz. Luis Ortiz. You barely won those. You know what I'm saying? Like, me personally, I think you lost both. But let's just say, hey, you won. You barely beat these guys. Like, your performances have all been subpar. You know what I mean? Like, when you when you fought Joseph Parker, you, you fell short. Another subpar performance. It's like you have – you're literally, like, the, the, the greatest letdown in heavyweight division history. You know what I mean? And you know, <laughs> – Bigger than Joseph Parker to you, G? No, he's worse than Joseph Parker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. like, and this guy talking about 50-50. For what? You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, this dude's just trying to cash out, man. These guys are corny, man. Like, like who you going to fight if you don't fight Wilder? And where you going to get that money from? You see what I'm saying? Like, these guys really, I just don't understand some of these dudes, man. It's like. I don't know. And I, so I, I look at it, he's probably just thinking, like, hey, listen, if I'm about to get knocked out by Wilder, they better pay me good for it. And I can respect that, you know, but making these demands and then talking about rematch clause, bro, stop, man. You're so flat footed, man. You're not even entertaining. You know what I'm saying? Like, the only time you're actually entertaining somewhat is if the person's right in your face and they're throwing a punch and you're just trying to expect a counter. Outside of that, Yo, it's like it's not like you got the 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 footwork to chase after somebody 
to to cut off the ring or anything. So I don't know, man. It's a disgrace, bro. Like this dude does not deserve no fifty percent, man. I will offer this guy twenty percent and, and and a Snickers, and he's <laughs> happy for real. Hi, dog, Bill. <laughs> 25%, and that's my final offer. What? You going to go down on them, True? 25%, and that's my oh, final wow, offer. Oh, wow, that's crazy. Yo, like, here's the thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I get Andy Ruiz, you know, you know, the heavyweight division, yo, is, is really, like, it's really turning. The big, these big monsters is really sounding like, this is crazy. <laughs> this is crazy. You know? Like, and it's still, this is what's so crazy. It's like, this still fights. Even if you lose, there's fights there for you in this division. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's, let's fight. Just get in there and fight. Y'all guys ain't fighting nobody. Y'all ain't making no bread. You know what I'm saying? Slow dough better than no dough. You know what I'm saying? Yo, bro, I got put game change up real quick. Game change real quick. Game change. Oh, yeah. Oops. Say he needs the money to buy snookers and snookers <laughs> in. Yeah, listen, he listen, he needs to <laughs> listen. I think I think, hookers. <laughs> I think everything as far as like this, I'm just going off as of, I know I know he doesn't he doesn't he earns he he should get more than a, a 10 or a 20 being a former champion and all that, and you know, having a country behind him. You know, which is Mexico and Mexican people. I get all that. That's what I'm saying. Twenty five percent. But you cannot take away what Tyson. I mean, what Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder did. You know what I'm saying? With numbers and with the excitement for the heavyweight division, these guys did that. You know, um, I think that they, both these guys should get in on. I mean, I'm not mad at him for asking for fifty fifty, but you know what I'm saying? Like Ruiz, you gotta see assess the situation a little bit more. Um, just get it on. If you win, but like he said, he's probably trying to be compensated for that right hand he's gonna take, and I'm not mad at him. I just, I just wish that these guys would just get in the ring and, and, and just hash it out. You know, that's all I want because it was at one point I, I thought we was gonna see all these guys in the ring at one time. That's what it was looking like. When we used to have our meetings in, per- in person, it looked like all these guys was about to get it on and popping. I don't know. I don't know, man. This this the state of the heavyweight division. We should we should do a whole segment on that. The state of the heavyweight division. You know what I mean? That's going to be a series, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be we a, a, do it. a web series. Hard at the heavyweights. <laughs> uh, heavyweight divas. All right. Uh, nah, I I I I think fifty fifty is fair, yo. If you look at their last three fights, Deontay coming off of two losses and one one easy win against Alinius. If you look at uh, um, Ruiz's last three fights, he's coming off a loss from AJ and two wins against two two not spectacular wins against Ortiz. And um, Ariola. So, to be honest with you, they both lost. Their last losses were to uh, the heavyweight champions of the division. And that they're the guys who carried the belts. So, 
I think 50 50 is fair because he's with two premier guys in the division. Like, we are at one point, we were like, Can Ruiz beat on um, Wilder? Can Wilder beat Ruiz? And let's see, let's let's see. Is this fight? I'm calling this fight down the middle. Yeah, he's flat footed. Yeah, G, you was once rooting for this man. You was once you he, he brought fat boy season back and now fix your face. Now you look, you can make G, fit you remember the times, yo. Remember the times you was rooting for this guy, and now he's fighting your king and savior. You're feeling you feeling some type of need to deserve 50%. I think 50 is more than fair for these two fighters. It's not gonna generate a lot, but it's gonna generate something. And why should I take the why should he take the lesser cut of the deal? No, right down the middle, cut it in half. We fight, win it, whatever. And like we said, if Ruiz beat ends up beating Wilder, it ruins the fight in December. It ruins the fight in December against AJ Wilder. That's all I'm saying. Don't forget that. And Ruiz has has the killer in him to do it. If Ruiz is hungry, a hungry Ruiz is dangerous, but a full Ruiz is not. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> a full Ruiz is not. <laughs> Ruiz is hungry, and if he has this moment to get get Wilder, and he he smells blood. Anything can happen. Anything's possible. So I call him, I'm saying 50-50 right down the middle for this fight. I agree. He deserves a 50-50 split. Man, this is funny. Look, I think if you're trying to negotiate, then that's one thing. I understand negotiating. You try to get as much as you can get. But if he realistically holds the view that he deserves 50-50, I'm going to have to say he doesn't. One of the main reasons why I don't think he deserves 50-50 is the same thing I pointed out with Anthony Joshua. Deontay Wilder already has a big fight lined up. So you need him more than he needs you. So you want to fight Wilder. You want to make some money with Wilder. You can do that before he goes and makes more money. But in the end, he has a big payday lined up with Anthony Joshua. And he's going to make more money fighting Anthony Joshua than he's going to make fighting Andy Ruiz. So, again, he's in the driver's seat. So, Andy has to ask himself himself this question. Will he make more fighting someone else than 30% with Wilder right now? And he also has to ask himself, does he realistically believe that Anthony Joshua has a chance of beating Wilder? Because if Anthony Joshua beats Deontay Wilder, then there goes his chance at getting big money with Wilder because nobody's going to want to see him fight Anthony Joshua again in their trilogy. Or maybe some people would, maybe the Andy Ruiz fans, but they're about the only ones. So at this moment, Andy Ruiz's best chance at getting Wilder is to get him right now. And we discussed splits before. To me, I think 70-30 is low. I think 60-40 is more realistic. But again, Wilder has a huge opportunity lined up, and we discussed this before. No one would fault him if he just didn't fight Andy Ruiz at all and took an easier fight and then just walked into the ring with Anthony Joshua. Mm -hmm. So if you want to get the opportunity to fight him before Anthony Joshua, you got to make it worth his while. And he's saying 70-30, I'm going to be honest. If I'm Andy Ruiz and I think I can beat Deontay Wilder, knowing that this may be a potential path to me, 
getting a, getting a rematch with AJ, I would take that fight. So that's what I would do. I would take 30. I would take that fight. But again, you know, he wants to make as much money as he can for stepping ring with Deontay Wilder. I think 60-40 is fair. When all said and done, to answer the question, I do not think that he deserves 50-50 with uh, Deontay Wilder, but 60-40 would be fair. All right. We can move on to our final. Yeah. Final. Spence and Crawford rate each other's skills. Yes. So Spence and Crawford were asked to rate each other's skills, and they did that. We're going to take a look at the video, and then we'll discuss it. All right, so let's take a look. Mm, like, probably like seven. Six. Three, four. Six. Power. Uh, probably like a six. I ain't never really felt this power, so it's kind of hard to rate somebody power. I would, I would say seven. Mm, I play quicker, more than he is faster, but I say probably like yeah, six, seven, five. I like a four, seven. Uh, he trained in Colorado Springs, so I mean, I give him. He got a great career. Like probably like seven, eight, nine. Ring IQ. Mm, eight, nine. Resume. Mm, Zero point five. <laughs> <laughs> Seven. That's crazy. <laughs> so uh Spence rated Crawford uh, overall 5.4, with his lowest rating being uh 0.5 for Crawford's resume, and his highest rating for uh Crawford was an eight for his ring IQ. And Crawford uh his lowest rating for Earl Spence was his speed, he gave him a five. And his highest rating was a draw with Earl Spence conditioning in his speed at a nine, which, you know, seven Crawford rated Earl and Earl rated Crawford at 5.4. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to turn it over to you, uh, G. What's your reaction to how they rated each other and, and Spence giving Crawford's resume a 0. 0.5? I mean – that was the, I think that was a little extreme, but I see what he was saying because he was just pretty much like, yo, come on, Crawford. Like, when you was in 140, like, who did you really fight? You know what I'm saying? And then when you moved up to 147, it's not like you was really fighting that many killers. You know what I'm saying? So, like, when he said, like, yo, uh, like, top rank is, is giving him, like, a, um, like, has padded his uh, resume. I'm not saying it's true, but you know, it's not like when when he was at 140, there was really that much competition. So I could kind of see where Spence is coming from, but a point five, that's kind of disrespectful. 
You know what I'm saying? But um, anything else, I mean, I wouldn't – the numbers ain't, like, exactly like how I would have it, but all his other numbers were at least reasonable. It's just the re- the the resume one was like, all right, now you just – you know, you just hating a little bit, you know? So, but other than that, man, I thought what they were saying about each other was, was fair. Yo, I just want to point out one thing. My man, Andre Wars, I'm not reading the rest of that, said Spence has that Caden outfit. Yeah, I, when I saw that, I was thinking, yo, he he, he looked like he'd been watching uh, the boxing bros and kind of, you know, dipped into my wardrobe. But anyways, uh, pause. Gee, I mean, uh, Trill, what's, what's your uh, reaction to that? Spence definitely was looking at your wardrobe. <laughs> Um, I think Spence, Spence was having fun. Spence was having fun. He was being he was being a little silly and stuff like that. But I think it was cool. I think it was cool. You know what I'm saying? They both have respect for each other. I just think you know, Spence just think he's the better fighter. You know, and it shows. You know, but. The respects there. Crawford respects who he got in front of him. Um, I don't take nothing away from either either fighter. Um, Earl has fought the best at 147 out of the two, I feel. And he got three of the, the joints, you know what I'm saying, the belt. TC, uh, three-time champion in three different weight classes. One at 135. And then undisputed at 140. And then um, then being champion at 147. Look, I've been high on Crawford ever since he beat Prescott. You remember that fight, bro? Yes, sir. You watched that. Yeah, he yeah. was at, at the 135. Then he, he went was to underdog. the fight Prescott and then went right back down to 135 to become champion. You know what I'm saying? Like, we've been watching TC for a while. Um... Yo, it's crazy. I just think I, I just can't wait to see the fight happen. You know what I'm saying? I just can't wait. I wish it would have happened a long time ago. But you know, it is what it is. We got it now. And I just think that guy, the guys is just being, you know. You know. They'll be more honest after the fight. T V E. Uh uh, you know, they, they took some jabs at each other at certain categories. But, you know, it, it, it seemed like Steph, Spence started off truthful and then TC was, like, throwing jabs, like, you know, six, six. And then Spence, I, you know, I don't know. They probably saw the reactions. Uh, they got their reactions after. But, you know, it's just their opinion. Their opinions don't really matter until they get into the ring and see what really happens. And, honestly, the resume, that's why I agree the most is, like, Spence has fought the best fighters in his division. TC hasn't really like any big names besides uh, Sean Porter and can't name nobody else. But you know, <laughs> you know, for me, when you hold most of the straps, it shows the wars you went through and to get them. And TC's been hanging on. Like like I like like I said, it's like a the wilder effect. They hold on to that strap so long, acting like they're big and bad, till they come against the person who got all the straps. Well, who obtained most of the straps. And you know, 
like Thanos in a, in, in a, uh, Infinity Wars, my man Spence gonna rip that stone right out of Vision's hand. Uh, 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 TC's head, yo, you know, that's it. Yeah, um, so I think they were both joking around, you know, like, like Trill said, he Errol knew that TC was gonna hear he rated his resume a 0. <laughs> So he knew that I was going to get a reaction out of him. I think the only thing is TC's probably mad because if he knew Earl was going to go that low, he would have gone even lower, right, on uh, on Earl. So, yeah, I think these guys respect each other. They know it's, they know it's real. I think TC, um, you can only beat the guys in front of you, right? But let's be honest. The 140-pound division wasn't that strong when TC was there. That's not TC's fault. He moved up to Walter Wade. You only beat the guys that's in front of you. He beat the guy who had the strap that was with top rank. But all the other guys who had straps were with PBC. So Earl Spence got to fight him, and TC did it. Earl Spence beats them. But you got to still be real. Earl Spence beat the better competition at 147. Doesn't mean that TC's not a good fighter. See, you can be objective and be real and still not be disrespectful to either fighter. I think Terrence Crawford's a very skilled fighter, but all I did was point out that his resume is weak and people got mad about that. They want to try to disrespect Earl's resume because TC's resume isn't as strong. It's not that TC's a ducker. It's that TC wasn't with the promotional company to get those fights. And you saw even the biggest star in the game, Canelo, which can't be debated, check Forbes list, right? Had to sign with PVC in order to get the big fights, Right. So, again, that's all I was saying. It's a business at the end of the day. And in that business, people aren't just going to feed you their fighters with no benefit to them. So I knew TC was going to have to cross over with a multi-fight deal in order to get the Earl Spence fight. But now that he's there, you know, we're going to see the fight. And a lot of questions are going to be answered. Um, I do think that Earl has a better resume. That can't be disputed. TC is probably the more skilled fighter, although Earl, I feel like, has more power than TC, despite TC knocking out his last 10 opponents, his last 10 opponents weren't the elite-level fighters. Would TC have knocked out your Dennis Ugas? Would TC have knocked out uh, Danny Garcia? We'll never know because he didn't fight these guys. So, again, um, what I'll say is it's a great fight. I can't wait. I think they were just having fun poking – you know, taking shots at each other through that little thing they were asked to do. Like when he says Spence speed is a five, Spence isn't fast, but <laughs> he's not a five, right? So, uh, again, just uh, having fun. But with that being said, man, we have reached the end of uh, our live. So, Trill Dollar Business. Hey, Please like and subscribe. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter. And please check out our podcast on all major streaming services. You know, the Brothers album is out now on all streaming services. And you can go catch my single, Transformation of Trail, out now on YouTube. And you can also make sure that you catch us. Make sure that you go watch this. Somebody hit me up. Too. Somebody said, you know what, Trill? He said, you know, I never catch y'all YouTube. He said, I never catch y'all YouTube. He said, you know where I watch? On Spotify. He said, I be at the job. You know what I'm saying? He said, I put on Spotify. He said, it makes the, the day go by fast. You know what I'm saying? He said, he be sitting there laughing, bugging out. He said, he's in the cubicle and stuff. He said, the 
prison beside him and stuff. He be sitting there laughing and be asking him what he's doing and all that. So make sure y'all go check out the Boxing Bros on Spotify as well. Quick question real quick. You said that your single's only on YouTube. Is it on YouTube or all major streaming services? No, it's only... I'm putting this project, right, exclusively on YouTube with my six-part docu-series. There's Chronic in... Uh, my uh, physical and mental health. You know what I'm saying. I had I had you wonderful guys along. You know what I'm saying. Y'all are all on the Darkery series. Um, it's so much I, I want to talk about. Man, there's so much to talk about. My brother Caden gave me a second chance at life. You know, and we all talk about that too on the Darkery series. It's oh my. I don't. Own. I don't want any credit. I don't want man. any of that, man. No. You just you got to no, go I check don't it like out. That. Don't do that. I know. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> You know, but I love you. I appreciate you. I got me working with G in there. I got G in there. I got the TV in there. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 amazing. I didn't do this by myself. I had an amazing support system, and I I appreciate my bros that you see here on these screens because it was a lot of love that went in there to creating this transformation. But like I said, please like and subscribe. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter, and please. Check out our podcast on all major streaming services. That's G. That's Caden. That's the TBE. And I'm your boy, the commissioner, a.k.a. Trail Dollar Bill. Thank you so much for rocking with us. You know we appreciate you guys. Cavalosquez with K.O. Garcia. You must be talking about Ryan. <laughs>